This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama, and with me again again, yes. Mr. Cole Roberts, Hello. and with me again 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 is Mike Anderson. Hello. The gent- Welcome to the Squared Co. Podcast. Welcome the back. Welcome of back. the Scary Movie Ice Cream Podcast. Mm-hmm. This it so you guys are by far our most frequent guests, I believe. Yep, most loved. We, we, we hope it stays so, that way too. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. You actually so we we talk about this in um, our June recap, but I'll say it really quick here. We again we tried to get it on board with the IGTV thing. And we did a test, a test episode or a test run um, on IGTV with these guys, and it was terrible. <laughs> um, we tried to. I got everybody reptar bars, and we tried to eat them on IGTV and talk about it. It was a mess. I don't know why my brain cannot handle talking and being on video at the same time. <laughs> I just like subconsciously my brain just will makes me act like uh, even dumber than I do on the podcast. Yes. Well said. <laughs> if, if it's possible. Hey, it was a good um, time. I, I got free candy sent to my house and that's right. I got to eat it in front of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's always fun to have you guys on, but I do feel bad that that went so poorly. So coincidentally, today's episode is, has to kind of do with Reptar Bars yes. in a way, in mm-hmm. a very roundabout way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. The reason that we're having this episode is actually to promote um, a new set of prints that Squared Co. will be releasing. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different here. We've never tried a timed edition or a timed release with any product. Um, so this is, for those of you that aren't familiar with a timed release or timed edition print, um, this will be our San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. It's air quotes Comic-Con exclusive because <laughs> Squared Co. won't actually have a booth at Comic-Con, but the prints that we're talking about today will be available during the time of Comic-Con. So Comic-Con goes up Wednesday. I should have had these dates memorized beforehand. Wednesday, July 18th uh, through Sunday, July 22nd. So you will be able to purchase these prints within that window. So if it's a day of Comic-Con, you will be able to purchase these. So so these things will go up for sale on the website Wednesday, like, I guess, when right. is this air? Early. Okay. So, uh, and then they if have... If you're listening to this, you can buy it. And then they have oh. all the way until the end of day Sunday? Yes. To buy it out. So it won't run out. If you buy it within that time, you'll get right. it. Um, it's just going to be available for that one. But, at the, but come Monday morning... It's no longer available. You are done. So uh, <laughs> a, a little bit about these prints. Um, if you're following us on social media, 
you, we have been doing this kind of versus thing where it's a Cartoon Network show versus a Nickelodeon show. I chose to do kind of put the the shows against each other that were in the early days of these two networks. So well, 90s, this right? Is, this is pretty much prim- primarily 90s. I for Cartoon Network, I did have to dip into the early 2000s for a couple. Um, but for the most part, this is 90s cartoons. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're following us on social media, we try to do kind of a fun campaign with this to see which shows everybody would side with. Um, and so far, so we've only done a few. It's pretty overwhelmingly Cartoon Network side so mm. far. Wow. Interesting. Um, but I wanted, to, I wanted to ask our guests, based on the print alone, not the titles... Which team would you side with? Oh, like if they had to pick a print? Sh- sure. Okay. Like just looking off of the print, uh, Jared's oh, art. Oh, man. Which side would you go with? Which team would you be? Uh, Mike, Cole. you can go first. Oh, dear. Uh, all ready to go, too. Uh, I'd probably go with Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to, I'm going to be apologizing this whole right. podcast. All right. I have to apologize. All right. All right. No, no. <laughs> 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 uh all right cool uh totally nickelodeon i mean yeah i that's my well i'm just gonna say nickelodeon <laughs> yes um so everybody's familiar with like sports brackets uh march madness is like the most popular so essentially what i've done is create a list of cartoon network shows again from the 90s and then nickelodeon shows cartoons uh, from the 90s, and I picked eight from each network, and collectively we're going to debate on what title is the overall champion and the best 90s cartoon from these two networks. Does that make sense, or did... <laughs> Help me yes. out here, Jared, if that was completely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, no, sometimes I'm... when I'm talking, it makes so much sense, and then I go back to edit, and I'm like, oh my god, what the hell did I just say? <laughs> yeah, you could you could dev over yourself and just have someone else say it. No, you're. We had a little audio issue. I think they're right in the middle of it again. Oh, great, at the, the great, key moment. Great, so we great. we missed a little bit of that. So but let's just know, pretend that know everybody understands on. these brackets. Okay, sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run through the list. So first will be the Cartoon Network shows. We start off. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack. Powerpuff Girls, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Johnny Bravo, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Cow and Chicken, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So that's the Cartoon Network side. Jumping yes. over to the Nicktoons side, we've got Doug, which yep. is kind of controversial Fringy. because Fringy. They, they, <laughs> they ended up being uh, later purchased by Disney, so Doug kind of exists in a weird realm, but I put him on the Nickelodeon side for today's show. Um, we also have Hey Arnold, Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Cat Dog, Ren and Stimpy, Angry Beavers, and Ah, Real Monsters. So looking at those lists, which team do you think you would side with? Uh, Jared, What you can start with this one, and then we'll go to the scary movie, Gentlemen. 
Uh, Cartoon Network for sure. Uh, I, I, you know, again, like we'll talk about this. I'm sure every time we bring up a show, but I'm a little bit older than you guys, <laughs> so I saw these at different times. I certainly wasn't a kid when I saw these, so I didn't, I didn't grow up with any of these cartoons. But I think uh, the Cartoon Network stuff, with a few exceptions on the Nickelodeon side, has the sort of edgier stuff. I thought or at the time it was, uh, with one glaring exception on the Nick side. Um, hmm. th- otherwise, it was Rugrats. very like I, <laughs> yeah, I thought of Nickelodeon as just the Rugrats network. <laughs> like every, everything looked like Rugrats for for the longest uh, time. So, but that's that's off the top of my head. There, that's my uh, yeah. choice. Cole, do you have? Uh, are you going to stick with the same answer you had for Jared's print, which? Just based off of these titles, uh, which which team do you side with? Uh, Nickelodeon, man. When I was growing up, that was Channel 23 on cable. And so <laughs> our TV never left Channel 23 ever. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I could gush and gush and gush about Nickelodeon, what it means to me. But I'll just give you the short right, Let's say Let's That's save yeah. the gushing for a little bit. I think, so for me, I... Um, I definitely would side with Nickelodeon too. I think it hit like certain titles hit me at just the right age. And I don't even think I got Cartoon Network as a channel until I was a little bit older. Hmm. Um, So I kind of missed out on some of these, like the early, early years of Cartoon Network. Um, That's my short answer. Mike, bring it home. Uh, I, I'm choosing Nickelodeon. Oh, Jesus. You guys yeah. love crappy Three. animation. What is with <laughs> Three <it>? Nick boys. <laughs> um, okay, so before we get started here, I have to ask. So there's very specific reasons for why I and how I chose these titles and these characters. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> and so totally honest, I was being somewhat biased. Yep. Uh, but I also was trying to make it like a well-rounded group of titles. Um, but are there any, and you can say no, Mark, your list is perfect, but are there any <laughs> titles in here that you would take out and replace with another one? Does anybody have any oh, yeah. uh, substitutions they want to make? <laughs> All right, Cole, My- since you spoke up first, let's hear what uh, some of your substitutions would be. All on the Nickelodeon side, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, actually, I only have one, and it is on the Nickelodeon side, so um, right, I was never, I was never a huge... Now, let me preface this a bit. I think all of these deserve to be on the spot because these are all heavy hitters. But mm-hmm. from a personal standpoint, I was never a big cat dog fan. Uh, so I would replace that with Rocket Power. Rocket Power. And Rocket Power was so <laughs> good. Oh. Uh, all right. So False. I won't say anything right now. Mike, <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I have one just like Cole, uh, but from the Cartoon Network side. And it's not that this is a bad show or anything. I just felt that like, uh, well, OK, it's probably a good idea that this show was not included because it would just immediately blow the entire bracket because it's the best show in the world. But <laughs> I would have traded I would have traded Samurai Jack for Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh, oh, shit. that's blasphemy. What? Yeah. You're that, insane. But see, that, here's my reasoning. Nothing, here's my reasoning. Nothing good about that statement. No, nothing. <laughs> no, no part of no. that here's, statement. Here's my wow. reason. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's put down the pitchforks <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought Rocket Power was a terrible answer, but boy, hey! you, you <laughs> followed it up well. Oh man. Okay. Come well. On. Okay. But Samurai Jack is like the only one of these these 
choices that wasn't a cartoon cartoon. Mm, okay. Well, that's And Ed Ed Nettie was. Yes. Okay. And so he, he so, was just kind of hard to compare to the other shows sometimes. So that's a good explanation. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, you're finding plot Jared- holes in this already. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's why this was so hard. You just sucked the air right out of the room. Like, I've been oh. stressing more about this bracket than I have been about my children Good. and about my work. I've Priority. got spreadsheets oh, drawn geez. up on notebook paper. This has been consuming uh, my life. Oh, that's great. Jared, I'm having right. stress dreams about these. You're, these you're the last one. Did you have any substitutions you'd like to make to this list? Uh, you know, I think it's hard because I, I don't have a good sense of timing on these. Like I had to look up a lot of these to see what years they were released just to see if they sort of hovered around that 90s thing. Uh, Wild Thornberries was the only one that I thought was sort of a, a big leave off. But it in having to narrow this down, it makes sense that they would fall off the list. Mm-hmm. Cartoon Network, obviously, there's a lot of more recent stuff that I would uh, like to see. But obviously, this is sticking to a certain time period. So, yeah. Right. I, I think for, for what you have here, it's a pretty good list. It's a pretty good list. It makes sense. So we are, okay, if you haven't figured it out yet, there is an even number of people here. So there is a very good chance that we will have a tie at some point in this bracket. So I went ahead and made um, a tiebreaker scenario here. So I reached out to another friend Gabe Barletta, and he filled out a bracket. So thank you so much, Gabe, for participating in this. So if there are a tie at any point in this, Gabe's vote will be the tiebreaker. So let's see see how far we go before we have to do uh, a tiebreaker. So, all right, the very first... The first bout or battle, we're going to start on the Cartoon Network side, uh, and this will be... Dexter's Laboratory versus the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Easy. So I will start. Yes, this is a no-brainer for me. Uh, Dexter's Lab gets my vote. Uh, To be completely honest, I like Jared was saying, I remember Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I don't. I was never a fan of the show. There was nothing about it that really grabbed my attention. Um, So it was yeah, without a doubt. I lean towards Dexter on this one. Um, and even today, I love the character. So basically anything that Jendi Tartofsky has been a part of, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Chris Battle did a lot of the character stuff for this. Uh, and I love both of their styles. Dexter's Laboratory gets my vote on this one, hands down. Uh, Mike, I'll throw it to you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I chose Dexter as well. Um, so I was having a really hard time... Already. Deciding between some of these, Already. so I, <laughs> I I broke them down into sub brackets. Oh, good. <laughs> so so each choice had to meet yes. three cr- three criteria: uh, nostalgia, rewatchability, and merch. And <laughs> and whoever got the most ticks out of each of those, I chose as the winner. And this that's and a Dex- good that's a good little. Side bracket or uh, criteria. judging yeah. criteria yeah. you came up with. Thank okay, you. It wait, became wait, wait, a wait, lot wait. easier after How that. come <laughs> on this show you put in an insane amount of effort into, into <laughs> doing this bracket, but on our show we just kind of wing it. like we just <laughs> Because our, our listeners have 
have grown accustomed to a certain standard of living. Okay. Right. <laughs> if we rise enough. too far above that, we're gonna we're gonna alienate a lot of people. Oh my god. Fair goodness. enough. <laughs> uh, but Dexter uh, hit all three. Um, yeah. I feel like it's the it's the show that you kind of think of when you think of '90s Cartoon Network. You can definitely rewatch all of them. I think it'd be really cool to have some Dexter uh, merchandise. Um, so I have a question for you. You say mm-hmm. merchandise. Does that mean you liked some of the merchandise that was available for these, or you would like to see merchandise? Like merchandisability. Yeah, merchandisability. Yeah. The possibility. Okay. Yeah, because there there's a lot of like cool like robots and stuff that he would make on there that would have been cool oh, yeah. toys to have. Um, Grim Adventures. The early, the only one that I put was merch for them because I didn't really like that show at all. So mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't hold a whole lot of nostalgia for me. I have a cool memory associated with it, but I don't consider that nostalgia. It's just I remember that this show was one of those shows that was like put together with a bunch of other uh, pilots and they left it to the viewers to kind of vote on which will be the Mm. next cartoon cartoon. And everybody chose uh, Billy and Mandy. And I I just remember uh, being a young kid and seeing that pilot on TV and I didn't vote, but I just remember that being a big thing. Um, But I I, I don't know. It didn't have much rewatchability. Wasn't Dexter the first uh, cartoon cartoon or no? I think it was. Now that you say that. Dexter or Powerpuff. I mean, it was one of those two. They're so early on. Yeah. 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 It must have been Dexter then because I know Dexter was before was before Powerpuff. So, Um, yeah. Interesting. All right. Cole. Uh, I'm choosing Dexter and. Mainly, I mean, surprise, surprise. Yeah, De- Dexter is amazing. Uh, that was definitely one of the first reasons I ever turned the channel from 23 to channel 35 for Cartoon Network was <laughs> <laughs> because of Dexter. And honestly, like to me, like that show is just fantastic. It's hilarious. It is still hilarious today. Mm-hmm. And Dexter is like Mickey Mouse of Cartoon Network. Like, I feel like he, like, hit. hit him as a character is like just the <laughs> icon for Cartoon Network for sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, spoiler for some of my other choices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, the first bout rounded out. I mean, it's clear your vote doesn't matter at this point, right. but I feel like this is going to be a clean sweep. I'm going to go with Grim Adventures of uh, Billy and Man just to be a <laughs> jerk about it. Nice. <laughs> You know, it might be a d- more difficult had I had actually watched that show, but I had not really watched that show. I was familiar with it, and I, I do remember it in context of these. These cartoon cartoon things were kind of a big deal at the time. Like, for this big network to take this approach and sort of... It wasn't really fan sourcing, because they were, they were sort of professionally made to a certain degree. But it was a big deal when they started this. So I do remember it in context of that, and being disappointed that that one got picked to to proceed. <laughs> Um, but Dexter, I agree with what everyone said. It's, it's, I think it, uh, there are a few exceptions where there are shows on this network that are better than this, that were, that were that funny, that well-designed and, and sort of different for the time. So yeah, definitely, definitely. So we've got a clean sweep here for our first bout. Dexter's moving on to the next round, jumping over to the Nickelodeon side. Uh, the first round will be Rocco's Modern Life versus Cat Dog. Uh, Jared, since you went last, last, last time, you can go first this time. So this is a uh, two terrible choices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, for me, the Nickelodeon side, I shouldn't say this so early on. It's almost a whole throwaway, the Nickelodeon side. Oh, oh my heart. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, sorry, Channel 23. I wasn't. <laughs> but I, so I, I don't really know these shows that well. I do, re- I do remember them. I did watch both of these, though. Uh, so I went with Rocco in this one. And I'm not particularly tied to either one of them. But I think of the two, I think Cat Dog got sort of tiring, like, instantly. Yeah. Like it's a kind of a funny design and, and that was it. And then it was like, okay, we're done. So I, I went with Rocco. All right, cool. Uh, Rocco. And it, and this is coming from a Rocco's Modern Life fan. Um, <laughs> the, it's not like the lesser of two, you know, crappy shows or anything. Uh, <laughs> um, Rocco is for me, like, and we'll talk about this other show later, but it's the, uh, um, it's the more kind of updated, somewhat more acceptable version of what we had from Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Rocco is a very gross show if you pay attention. Mm. And right. it's hilarious. Like, it's super funny. But I will give Cat Dog some props because I think the design of Cat Dog is probably one of my favorite character designs out of all the Nicktoons just because it's so weird. And I just, you know, I like the style, like the animation style of the character, like the character design in that show is fantastic. Not the biggest fan of how everything looked in Rocco, but it was the characters, personalities and uh, kind of uh, how endearing Rocco was as a character. Like he lived in this Mm -hmm. super nutty world where he seemed to be like the only like he's kind of like the Charlie Brown amongst all the crazies around him. But everyone's like crazy mm. past level 10. And it, that's just what made it so funny. So, uh, yes, Rocco. he was very anxious. I just remember Rocco yeah. being constantly anxious. Totally. Yeah. And which is like me yeah. to to a T. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Wait. Uh, so I'll go next. Uh, yeah. Hands down, Rocco's Modern Life. I was definitely a fan of this show. But the thing that makes it super easy between Rocco and Cat Dog, I was not a fan of Cat Dog mm. at all. Um, I think the character, uh, they were just, it was an annoying show. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was, I was a certain age and it was just unappealing to me, but I never really latched on to Cat Dog. Um, I didn't like Cat Dog, the character, or any of the other ones in the show. Uh, so, yeah no brainer for me on this one again Rocco's Martin Life so one thing that I mean this may be too early to bring up but I'm gonna do it anyway if you look at these shows the Cartoon Network side and the Nickelodeon um, I think today I would gravitate towards this style of Cartoon Network Mm -hmm. but when I was younger I definitely was a fan of the Nickelodeon stuff so if you're looking at these titles uh, a lot of the Cartoon Network stuff is very angular um, and stylized that way with hard angles. And the Nickelodeon cartoons were very ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say whimsical, but like they had more rounded lines and curved lines. Um, and it felt like, I don't know, like wackier, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like oh, for sure. closer to e- even though uh, Cartoon Network was owned by Warner Brothers, like. It's uh, it felt more Looney Tunes, the style of the uh, like the characters and the craziness than a lot of the Cartoon Network titles did. Yeah, which that- is interesting because Warner Brothers actually started Nickelodeon and then sold it. <laughs> oh, see, that's and then uh, that is Cartoon wild. Network. Yeah, so I, I wonder, like, things. to your point, Mark, I wonder if that was something they kind of consciously set out to do to where they're like, okay, let's make this look different than Looney Tunes. Um, 
I mean, just overall, stylistically, between both networks, I think you're dead on as far as, like, the angularity of the Cartoon Network designs versus the round, more kind of, I'd say, even amoeba, blobby-ish design. Right. Um, Going to their Nickelodeon splat. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that, I think both of those, though, like, both routes... Uh, that they took were so huge into mm-hmm. establishing what is a cartoon in 1990 because I felt like yeah. cartoons oh, yeah. in the 80s you had a lot of um, you know a lot of like proper like really amazing animation muscles. but like muscles and <laughs> perfect anatomy like just like really well rendered characters that looked like comic books come to life and it's like I feel like these shows gave someone like me some hope who doesn't like drawing things correctly. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, maybe maybe I could do this too. At least I can relate to it. So I think both. I just remember seeing some of these shows as a kid and thinking like, wow, this is just so weird looking, but I mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Nickelodeon yeah. is Procreate and Cartoon Network is uh, Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> procreate is a fine program <laughs> yes, yes all right we all should right, let mike, mike go he's got eight pages on this one let's alone get your <laughs> let's get your take Actually, on this this one was the easiest one for me because uh-huh. i hate cat dog <laughs> like, yeah i'm right there with you what a mess right that show just doesn't yeah. seem to strike with anyone that's surprising well cole what's interesting is um i think that ju- this just goes to show you um I think the mass unappeal of this cat dog show is that uh, <laughs> Cole, you, you you mentioned that you you preferred Rocco's art style over cat dog, but they actually shared a lot of uh, art production, art direction between mm-hmm. the two two shows because um, they were created about the same same time and they just kind of shared production teams. Um, but if like if you look at the face of dog, he kind of looks like uh, uh, God. What's his name? Spunky. Um, cause they both oh, kind of yeah. have like the side teeth that come yeah. out and the, the, tongue um, the nose out. and the eyes. Yeah. And I think even the voice of Rocco was the voice of that little blue character from cat dog. That was kind of like their uh, mean, annoying neighbor. And, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so, I mean that, that show shared a lot of, uh, production crossover, but it was just such an unappealing, very annoying show. <laughs> Did these shows run at the same time? Were they were they on at the same time? I don't remember. Uh, I'm not sure if Cat they were Dog still making new episodes. Uh, yeah, it was a later show, but I think they would air like in syndication yeah. at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blocks. It wasn't yeah. until shows like SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents and some of those shows. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't until those shows came on air where they started kicking off some of these other shows. Like I think Cat Dog went off fairly quickly. Um, so did Angry Beavers, and I mean, there was just some shows that just I don't feel like quite resonated, and we'll call yeah. it like the two thousands cartoons. Which, like I mm-hmm. said, you've got SpongeBob, Danny Phantom, um, uh, like a lot of the uh, Butch Hartman shows. Those mm-hmm. were kind of like the new era of mm-hmm. Nicktoons. Were a lot of these. I mean, that's why they invented uh, what was it, Nicktoons TV? Like it was a separate mm-hmm. channel later. It was like the TV land version of uh, Nickelodeon's Nicktoons. Where it's like, <laughs> this is where you got, this is your retirement home. We've got like, a, um, you know, a spa and stuff like that and massages. But you stay over here and we'll, uh, we'll give you some attention every, every once in a while. <laughs> let, let these new shows be the thing. Uh, all right. So Rocco's Modern Life, again, landslide victory for the first round. Uh, clean sweep for the first two. Let's see what happens on the next one. We're going back to Cartoon Network side. 
This time it is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends versus Johnny Bravo. Uh, Mike, you can go first on this one. Weird lineup. Oh, I'm going first. Okay. uh, Foster's against Johnny Bravo. I chose Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo got two... Two, two clicks out of me, and Foster's got one, and huh. I was generous on that one. Ooh. Uh, I kind of just threw them that one <laughs> because I was like, they they kind of have the possibility for merch because they have so many characters. It might be totally. fun to have like little vinyl toys of each character, um, but mm. uh, I, I didn't really like that show a whole lot. Johnny Bravo, I kind of rank up there with Dexter in the nostalgia factor because it's just been around there for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there's really no, um, overarching storyline, each episode kind of stands alone. I feel like it does have a lot of rewatchability because you're not following along, along with a story. So you can kind of forget Did Johnny what Bravo each- have a, an overarching storyline. No, no, that's what I'm saying <laughs> is it didn't have one. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Foster's. Oh, no, no, no. Foster's Fo- did. I don't think. Didn't Foster? It did? I thought it did. No? I, I thought okay. there was it, some. Uh, it, had a, it had a loose uh, storyline, but I think for both of these in particular, there were, like, you could w- watch any episode and you didn't have to have context of a previous one right. to kind of follow <laughs> along. Yes. Johnny this Bravo is serious stuff, Jared. I don't, I, know. Know. <laughs> I don't know why you're giggling here. <laughs> You're being inappropriate, sir. I am. I am. I know. Mike is taking this very seriously. I should join him on that level. <laughs> please, please, Mike. With continue. everything that is going on in the world right now, this is the m- most important thing. Good. That we oh, have by good. far. Correct. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna do the opposite of Mike here. So this will be our first debated about uh, here. So I'm going Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, this was one of the titles that happened in the early 2000s. So this I isn't a so. true 90s. Yeah. This is not a true 90s um, title or show. But um, I so I love this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I A few years ago, Netflix had some of these earlier Cartoon Network shows on. Um, I remember watching this when it came out, but when it came back on Netflix a few years ago, I rewatched, I think they only had like the first season, but I rewatched it. And as an adult, I still loved it. I think between the two, Foster just had a lot more characters. It was a lot more fun. Uh, the art style was way more colorful, vibrant. Mm-hmm. I liked the art direction. Um, Johnny Bravo was a cool and funny character, but I don't think his show really did much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it taught me how to talk were, to girls. <laughs> like Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a fun character, but I don't think he was strong enough to have his own show. Um, so, yeah, my vote goes for Foster's on this one. Um, I'll throw it over to Jared. Uh, Foster's I picked Foster's uh, because of the style like the look of it is good and 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 Mm -hmm. just what they did with it was kind of uh, interesting it was a little too self-aware of its own like goofiness of its own um, you know quirkiness like I felt that was a little contrived like it was trying so hard to be this goofy nutty show and I don't know some of it didn't all land as far as like the story and stuff but the character designs were good and and some of the voice acting was was really interesting I think a lot of people probably like the show I think you can see some of this show and in, in shows that are on now or, or in the past few years like I think 
even something like um, Gravity Falls. There's some of this in that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I picked Foster's. I didn't really care for Johnny Bravo. I remember when Johnny Bravo came out and it was kind of like a, again, it was kind of like Cat Doctor. It's like a one joke character that got played out uh, over and over. It was like the same joke throughout the, the whole show. Um, and the animation was very limited. <laughs> it's very like uh, not great animation. So, so the, yeah, so I picked, I picked Foster's for this one. This could be our first tie potentially. Let's see which way you go. Yeah. Well, it is a first tie because, uh, I picked Johnny Bravo by a landslide and, um, Johnny Bravo is just so cool. (laughs) Like he is, I mean, he's, that's all he is. He is cool. Um, taught me how to talk to girls. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm kind of, it's funny, like hearing Jared say what he said about Foster's, how they were a little too self-aware of their silliness. And to me, that's every cartoon in the early two thousands, which is why I don't relate to a lot of those cartoons where it's like, I felt like cartoons in the nineties, even if they were silly or ridiculous, you kind of just like followed them blindly because they, they didn't know they were silly or ridiculous. So right. You were being more so entertained instead of let in on the joke like you are later on. And to me, it's like when I'm watching a cartoon or any kind of show, I just want to get lost in a world for a little bit. I don't want to know that you're trying to be funny. I just want to think you're funny. Um, But Johnny (laughs) Bravo is actually a very self-aware, goofy cornball character. Like, um, which is what made him unique in the nineties. But I liked his, you know, whole mashup of Elvis meets James Dean and like the huge pompadour. And like, he's just, to me, he's just like visually pleasing. Um, mm. he's a, he's a good hunky man. There you go. How, do you guys, <laughs> how old were you guys when this show came out? Do you remember? Like, were you yeah. infants? No My God. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I remember, <clears throat> specifically watching Johnny Bravo on like Friday after school at buddies houses that, you know, didn't get channel 23. Um, we, (laughs) we would watch it like, uh, after like skateboarding and we were like in like 12 or 13 years old and we just would drink sodas and watch Johnny Bravo and it was awesome. (laughs) So yeah, a lot of nostalgia nostalgia points for this show. All right, so since this is our first tie, we're going to have to go over to our buddy Gabe to see what he voted for. Uh, And unfortunately for for Team Squared Co., he went with Johnny Bravo. Yeah. I know. Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Way to go, Gabe. Johnny Bravo gets the win with an asterisk. (laughs) Um, All right, so we're going to jump over back to the Nickelodeon side. This time it is between Hey Arnold and the Angry Beavers. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my, like how I came, like my judging criteria here. There's a few things that went into play. I didn't get as detailed and actually like formalize it like Mike did, although I'm regretting doing, not doing that because it would have made this a lot easier, I think. But some of the... The issues, I mean, a huge one, a huge judging factor in this is nostalgia. I think at least for me, Mike and Cole, that's going to be a huge factor in a lot of these. Thank you for singling um, me out like that. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Like you just don't have uh, like memories or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so nostalgia is a huge one. Um, and the other like main one is the art style. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's weird because those are kind of conflicting, I don't know, aspects or qualities. Because art style, I talked to Jared about this a little bit earlier. Like art style is something that you're not aware of when you're a kid watching cartoons. You just like a cartoon because it's funny or the character is cool or whatever. So it's like, how much did I like it as a kid versus my opinion on this as a air quotes professional adult? <laughs> um, so it, it, it got difficult and it really came down to which one would overpower the other most of the time. Um, but anyways, for this one, I went purely off of nostalgia and went with Hey Arnold because I remember what that was one of the shows I watched regularly um and i don't know again if this was a an age thing but angry beavers i definitely remember watching it but it wasn't like a staple in my cartoon watching um when i was younger so for this one hey arnold gets my vote and we'll throw it over to jared oh throwing it over to me uh hey arnold i picked hey arnold uh mainly because i had never watched angry beavers it's a disgusting name (laughs) (laughs) i don't watch those kinds of things (laughs) they toned it down quite a bit for this nickelodeon version but uh the original was much more graphic oh my god you just ruined angry beavers for me i i honestly never watched the show i i do remember all of these shows uh but i didn't i didn't watch it and certainly no emotional attachment to it but that being said i know uh very little about Hey Arnold as well. I'm terribly unqualified to be doing this. I'm the opposite of Mike in this scenario. No notes. <laughs> uh, but Hey Arnold. Completely winging it. Hey Arnold had some funny things to it. Like it felt very much like a kid's show. Uh, yeah. Out of all of these, that one seemed very much like a, like directed at kids, the humorous kids. And it was sort of conscious of its humor, like not to be too crazy. I thought the Halga Pataki character was hilarious. I thought that was a really funny character and just a funny design and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but from based on what little I know, I went with uh, Hey Arnold for that. Weird, weird designs. Are, like Arnold's design is so <laughs> odd. Uh, and I know that oh they God, kind of yes. address that in the show, uh, but still, it's a strange, looks like an early stage of a character design, not the final thing. But Interesting. <laughs> All right, Cole, let's hear what you have to say. Here we go. All right. three. <laughs> yeah, Channel 23, uh, I hate Arnold, man. Big, big hey Arnold. I remember I was really obsessed with the movie Harriet the Spy, which was a Nickelodeon. It was the first Nickelodeon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you saw it in theaters, you got to see the very first, like, it was the pilot episode to Hey Arnold. So that played before <laughs> it. And so to me, I was hyped to see this movie about a girl spy who I just had a major crush on because she was also in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And I uh, was <laughs> madly, madly in love with her. I had to go see this movie. And uh, Hey Arnold comes on and it blew my mind. Like, it was so good. And I fell in love with that show uh, immediately. And just like Jared said, this show was super catered towards not kids and like a Nick Jr. or, you know, um, you know, youngster kind of way. This was like, this came out right when I was entering middle school and you have okay. all these questions about, you know, cliques in groups like people. Like you've got, you know, jocks and nerds and things like that. They're all in this show. You've got um, 
uh, you know, the, you mentioned Helga. She's kind of like this manly bo- uh, girl, and her sister is <laughs> like this little prissy, you know, uh, girly girl. And I love the dynamic between the two of them because they never got along. And um, Arnold, you know, lived with his grandparents. Like, so you had this is one of the first times I saw a show where it wasn't mom and dad, it was grandma and grandpa, you know, just stuff like that that was mm. like so new to me and so uh interesting like i just really love the show and arnold's grandpa is the star of hey arnold if you didn't know um he is the (laughs) funniest character uh uh probably in all of nicktoons like he's super funny my goodness so on the character bracket he's doing really well on the character super awesome grandpa (laughs) arnold's grandpa is awesome and you can't forget arnold's bedroom what kid when they're like nine or 10 doesn't want a remote control bedroom where, you know, your bed <laughs> comes out of the wall with the click of a button or, you know, you have like, he lived on the top floor of the boarding house. So he could look at the New York city, you know, uh, skyline and the lights. Like that was just to me that, that was just like one of the coolest things, uh, in the show. But let me, let me ask you this and then we'll, we'll go to Mike. Cause he's just itching over there. Look at him. He's just, <laughs> he, he's, he's stressed. He is. <laughs> he's, he's changing his mind as we're discussing it and it's stressing him out. Do you guys feel like you have bugs crawling all over your skin? <laughs> uh, when we're talking about angry beavers. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> was this show like for you, Cole and Mike, you can answer this too. Was this show popular? Like for like, did you guys talk about this at school or was this just something you sort of watched at home on your own and it was your own favorite show? Or were you wearing Hey Arnold t-shirts? And I think this was popular. I'll just say a quick answer. I think it was popular um, at the time, but I don't remember it being like uh, like a craze, you know, yeah. where everybody was talking about it. But it definitely is a popular show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it I think was it was very show. beloved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, is like <laughs> I had a couple of friends who watched cartoons, but honestly, like, I mean, I, I'm in the... You know, I'm an illustrator and cartoon freak today. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's never changed for me. So I was a little bit too old amongst my friends to be watching these cartoons. Right. So <laughs> there was no one really to talk about it with. Uh, luckily, I had a sister who uh, she's two years younger than me who, you know, these were like specifically the right time for her to be watching it. So we bonded her and I over these shows. So uh, that's, that's one of our like biggest, like common bonds is Nickelodeon and the cartoons. So, okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. just fucking adorable. <laughs> Mike is going to explode. We, we really need to get to Mike. <laughs> okay, guys, this is, this is where my life started to get a little dark. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is where some of the stress started to really pour in. Uh, okay. So, uh, I th- it was this one was hard because to be perfectly honest I don't really like either of these shows. Very good, very good. Um, <laughs> and it took me a long time to admit that I don't like Hey Arnold because it is such a <laughs> beloved show, and I felt like I'm supposed to like this show, but I just don't. There's so many things that I don't like about it. Like it was just it was way too real of a show. It didn't feel like a cartoon to me. Uh, there were so many like real world problems that were like hidden in the background of the story that I don't think as a kid you really got, but I was picking up on it and I didn't like that. <laughs> and, um, but also I think what, what made me hate it more than anything is this was one of the shows that had one of the most annoying voice casts 
that I'd ever heard. And my wife loves this show. Like she'll actually still put it on today and just watch like just marathon episodes. And I'll have to leave the room because that (laughs) Harold kid, the bully, I think his name's Harold. I cannot stand his voice. And it is all and like that. And that I think his name is Pee Wee or so. I don't know. He's like the really tall kid that looks like a pencil. And he's just like, I talk like this all the time. And I'm just like, oh, my God. But the only thing that saved it is I hated Angry Beavers even more. Like, that's not a cartoon. <laughs> that was just like the lowest form of com- like cartoon, right? Let's just poop something out there. Kids will love it because it's stupid and random. And um, what saved Hey Arnold was I, I do respect the uh, craft that they put into it mm. because I think Cole enlightened me to this at one point all of the backgrounds are completely drawn in colored pencil i mean they they definitely put some love into the production of this show whereas angry beavers i feel like it was just such a push it out (laughs) it looks it looks no better than anything else that's on tv Mm -hmm. um it it's just it's just what it is and there was a hey arnold movie too wasn't it didn't they do a few yeah yeah and that that, i'm glad you said that's actually another thing it was more recently right no yeah they're they're putting out a new movie, but there was a Hannah movie back in the early oh. or the late. No, no, late no. 90s. It's out. It, I, we watched it. Oh, the newest movie. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, so there, there's a Rocco that's still coming out. Mm, that's and right. I think right, that right. goes to show you like w- what Nickelodeon's tentpole shows were or what what shows could survive into adulthood because there was enough fan reaction and fan uh desire that they wrote this um hey arnold movie to tie up the loose ends that were left (laughs) when the show ended (laughs) and whether people liked it or not i really i don't know but they i mean they brought back they're bringing back uh, hey arnold with that movie they're they brought back rocco with their movie that's coming out so this recent movie tied up all the loose ends yes okay so like the the big storyline that got left off at the end of hey arnold was Arnold never found out what happened to his parents oh and, God. and there, cause, cause he lives with his grandma that and grandpa. Is dark. <laughs> well, his parents were like uh, explorers or something where they went off like. on an archeology, <laughs> they went off on an expedition and never came back and you never knew what happened yeah. to him. And so the whole movie is about Arnold finding out what happened to his parents. And wow. it's really sweet. They do tie up a lot of loose ends from the show and uh, but it was uh, yeah it, it it didn't escape all the things that I did was this about the show. did this air on uh, Nickelodeon or mm-hmm. did you have to like digital download or it, it did air on Nickelodeon uh, we don't have cables so we just it was like four bucks on iTunes so we just bought it uh, ah. one night and watched it just gotcha. mostly out of curiosity on my my end but my wife legitimately wanted to watch it so. see what happens to these characters that's that's <laughs> kind of nice i mean yeah you know yeah. they were able to do that with samurai jack and everything too so it is kind of nice that they can revisit these things and, and close it up especially when the story right. is that so uh, open well that it, it that it's an actual story that that there should be an end to this story because uh, not all of them not all of them have it but anyway we, we should move on we should move on all right, so going back to the – so that was another clean sweep. Hey, Arnold is moving on. Uh, going back to Cartoon Network side. Thank God Girls. we don't have to talk about Angry Beavers. That's good. I would have <laughs> – Yeah. A prolonged Everybody apparently about- <laughs> just just hated that show. No one likes um, an Angry Beaver. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> – okay. Please please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
All right, Cartoon Network side. Back over here, we've got, uh, okay, Powerpuff Girls and Courage the Cowardly Dog. This seems a little unfair, this matchup. But <laughs> a little go bit, ahead. yeah. Go ahead, Mark. So what What I did, you know, in sports, when- No, uh, I can answer that question making, right there. No, I don't well, know. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll tell you. Okay. In sports, when they were filling out these brackets, they have seeds. So it's like, for this, it would be one through eight. Um, and they pair the best uh, team against the worst team, and then teams two will go against seven, and three will go against six. Um, so this may have been on opposite ends mm. of that bracket. So it's the idea is that you get the worst teams out first, right? And then you're left with a really good matchup as you get closer to the championship. Interesting. Anyways. Um, just like I had Gabe be the tiebreaker here, I had my girlfriend give me her uh, rating, so one through eight of these titles. So I came up with the titles. She rated them, so she made the seeds for this, um, and then I placed them in the bracket according to her placement. Well, that that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> we got to redo this whole deal. Mike, start rewriting your notes. Woo! All right. So anyways, Cole. Can I get this list? I need to cross reference. We got to stop right where we are and regroup. Uh, all right. Okay. Screw you guys. Let's let's go. Uh, Cole, you can start with Powerpuff Girls versus Coward or Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. Big mm-hmm. time. I love that show. Um, it's also one of those super early on Cartoon Network shows, but man, that. Also had a movie. Also had yes. a movie. But that, that show like oozes style and I mm-hmm. love it so much. Yeah. And um, again, my, my little sister, she really loved this show and it was really cool for her to have a show where there were like female front characters, you know, and I always got like teased for liking it because everyone would say this is a girly show. I'm like, they be at monsters and shit. This is cool. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, and it's so, it's so nineties. I mean, like just the fact that it's like highly like, 90s had a lot of 60s influence and style, mm-hmm. especially like in clothing and uh, even like some music and things like that. And so like this show is like such a beautiful time capsule of like that era of the 90s. Yeah. I, Courage so is a I'll cool show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all we got from Courage. It's a cool show. It is um, a cool show. But, but yeah. yeah. I think this will be a clean, a clean sweep again. Uh, my vote goes to the Powerpuff Girls. I think, um, Cole, you said this earlier that Dexter could be the icon for Cartoon Network. I would argue that, say, the Powerpuff Girls mm. are a stronger, iconic uh, show for Cartoon Network. Um, but, yeah, just like what you Cole was saying, this show, I'm a big fan of Jenny Tartofsky. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but... He, he's every show that he's been a part of. I've been a really big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his art direction and his style with these shows that he's been a part of. So yeah, Powerpuff Girls, hands down, gets my vote. I think to talk a little bit about Courage, it, it wasn't a bad show. I think it was fun to see the villains more so than the regular cast of characters. Um, I can't say that the grandma or grandpa in the show or courage were particularly interesting to me. Um, but I really liked if there's one thing I had to pick that was positive about courage was all of the different type of ghosts and monsters that would come across um, in each episode. 
Uh, but yeah, again, Powerpuff Girls gets my vote for this round. Uh, Jared, uh, you're up. So, okay. So Powerpuff Girls by far, no question. It's, it's one of my all time favorite shows. So it wasn't, it was no matter what went in the slot against it, it would have lost except one exception. Uh, so <laughs> Powerpuff Woods, but I will say like Cole said, Courage was a crazy ass weird show. Like you can't, it was not just a cartoon. It was the weirdest show. Like yeah. the things that happened, yeah. the storylines that they did very unconventional, very nuts. It was kind of dark, too. It was terrifying. Oh, yeah. It was actually yeah. like a scary show. Like, there was that one kind of um, devilish character, and they'd play that little, like, beat behind him every time he came on. Do you remember that? It'd be like... Doom, doom, ch- doom, yeah. Doom, ch- like, like, so creepy. It was, like, so odd and just, like, <laughs> the strangest thing to do. Like, I think it didn't... For some reason, it didn't quite hit. Maybe it was too weird to be, like, to feel affectionate towards the show because mm-hmm. you, you certainly didn't feel affectionate towards these characters. I mean, maybe a little bit towards courage. And again, it was kind of a one joke show. Um, but, uh, I, I did watch the show and I did actually like the show. It's just unfortunate that it went up against uh, Powerpuff girls. So if it had gone up against something else, I think it might've for me moved on to the next round, but for here I had to go Powerpuff for sure, just for everything. And I would say specifically this version of the Powerpuff Girls, this 90s version of the Powerpuff Girls, as opposed to the new version, which for some reason doesn't capture the same thing that it did uh, in its original run. There's something yeah. about the show, whether it's the way they're they're executing like the line weight of the character or something, it doesn't look right to me and the humor isn't quite there as it was. Because again, Powerpuff was a very funny show. Too. Oh, I think yeah. The writing was extremely good yeah. for that. Like, like Dexter. Um, so um, Powerpuff Definitely for me. All right, Mike, we can make it a clean sweep again. Here we go. Dissertation. Uh, no, I chose courage. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I chose uh, oh, man, I totally would have oh, believed that. I was excited for that. Yeah. You can't no, play I, me like that. I, I was going to keep going, but I, I can't argue for courage. Um, <laughs> um, no. Okay. Well, okay. I do like courage mm-hmm. or things about courage. Um, but again, going back to my three click system, uh puff girls has all three clicks whereas Mm. courage i could only give it nostalgia and somewhat of a rewatchability um i think the earlier season (laughs) no (laughs) i you know honestly i kind of went back and forth on that like i took away its rewatchability and gave it merchandise but then i was like well what would i really want from courage yeah and i really can't think of anything so i gave it back rewatchability um because uh, I didn't feel right just to give it one, one, <laughs> one click. Because it was a better show than that. Uh, but oh. it, I think the earlier episodes of Courage were better mm-hmm. because it. Uh, I think like what you said, Jared, it was kind of a one joke show. So once it got into like the later seasons, it kind of like run itself out a little mm-hmm. bit. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of just like scraping the bottom of the barrel for villains and weird things for Courage to encounter. Like how how many times can this show be about courage being afraid of something and having to save Muriel from it? Yeah. And, and the grandpa not caring, but then actually kind of shows that he does care a little bit at the end. (laughs) Um, But Powerpuff Girls, I mean, nostalgia, rewatchability, and it had just the most amazing cast of characters, Mm -hmm. Um, which a little side note, did you guys know that the new, band member for the gorillas is from the powerpuff girls yes i did read yeah. that such a strange crossover it it is and i read that um gindy or however you say his name is friends with uh jamie hewitt uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh and 
and they uh, are just friends and he was and they were just like well let's uh the the murdoch character is in jail for some reason in the storyline of the gorillas so they were like we need another band member and he was like let's just throw ace from the gangrene gang in there and uh <laughs> he became like the new band member it's fantastic because it makes sense from a stylistic point of view like you could see maybe like they it were fits, designing something definitely. that looked like him and so they're like why not just use him but i always yeah. thought it would be fantastic if if the cartoon world could exist sort of like a Roger Rabbit world where these people could cross over, you know, studio bounds and be yeah. like hired on to other things or make oh. cameos on other shows. Like, <laughs> That'd it'd be, be fantastic. Like it would strengthen both properties, I think, but you could see why obviously they wouldn't. I mean, they did like Family Guy and The Simpsons, which was a very odd mix. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would love to see more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge uh sucker for anything that's a crossover mm-hmm. good or bad i i love it when universes cross over like that yeah sometimes it's disappointing flintstones meet the jetsons kind of thing but <laughs> oh man i love that that was such a <laughs> that was my favorite crossover <laughs> it's like the thing you wanted so bad when you were little and then i saw it i'm like well maybe not so <laughs> to, to piggyback on that like the one thing that i love even more than a crossover is when like a superhero and a villain have to team up mm. against <laughs> Like the Batman and Joker having to team uh, up against somebody in the world's finest movie. Oh my God. Like yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Anything that switched that- it up, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like right. when Sesame street went to like China or Japan and you see like Oscar's feet out of the bottom of his garbage can walking, I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. Like we're seeing this <laughs> other version of it that we hadn't seen. And it's like, they made it more real or something. I don't know. I just always yeah. liked when they switched up the formula. All right. I'm going to have to push forward here. Oh. So otherwise this is going to be a, a nine hour conversation, which it very easily could be. <laughs> um, all right. So going back to the Nickelodeon side, We've got Doug versus mm. Ah Real Monsters. Oh my so, God! Why? <laughs> why? Let me go first because I will be there's, super quick. <laughs> there's um, this for me. This is uh, the first. So for the all of the titles um on the Nickelodeon side so far, it's been pretty easy just because I hate one. Yeah, I actually liked both of these titles. Um, but I absolutely love Doug. I think that one has the most nostalgia of any of these titles, um, like by far. I don't know what it was about the show, uh, but it, as a kid, I had to watch like every episode. <laughs> Anytime it was on, I loved Doug. Um, and it's weird because it's kind of a boring show. Mm-hmm. It's really just a guy or a kid that likes to daydream a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe I that character resonated with me for some reason. I don't know. Oh, but geez. by far, <laughs> Doug uh, wins. Uh, like, was my, the most nostalgic one out of all these titles. Um, but to talk a little bit about Real Monsters, I also loved this show. So it's kind of unfortunate that it's I'm not giving it the opportunity to move on. But um, yeah, this one it was a really interesting concept. Uh, and talking about crossovers, I don't know, Cole and Mike, you might be aware of this, but there was like a mini Rugrats and Real Monsters crossover yeah. where I, I forget what show it was on, but I think it was Real Monsters. They like they go into a room and Rugrats is on the TV or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, 
this could be this weird like the Mandela effect that we've been exposed to lately of like thinking <laughs> things happen. But like I I honestly thought it was because I saw it recently. My my daughter's been watching Rugrats. Um, just you know she she likes she likes the show because of I don't know she's nine months. Uh, she likes the show though, <laughs> and so we we've, we've watched through all of it. And I swear there was an episode. And it was like later in um, the Rugrats uh, show where it was a Halloween episode and there were some trick-or-treaters at the door. And I mm. think one of them was Ickes from Real Monsters. Like, Mike, does that mm. sound familiar? Do you? Yeah, there's an episode called uh, Ghost Story, I think. And I think that is a, is a Halloween episode. And I think that's when the trick-or-treaters show up and one of them looks like the all real monsters cast yeah that's that's what i thought again i could have made this up um but i, I think that's what happened <laughs> again we crossover. Just went on a, a ni- nice little nerd tangent there for everybody <laughs> crossovers uh, but, i wasn't waiting for yeah yeah <laughs> we'll uh <laughs> mike we'll let you go next uh-oh here we go <laughs> um i chose doug i doug hit all three clicks for me all real monsters uh, hit two of the three, one being nostalgia and one being merch. Because again, I think there's like way too many cool characters in that show to not yeah. have a line of toys for the the real monsters. But um, I I didn't. Okay, so real monsters came out around the time that shows like uh, or or it preceded shows like uh, Wild Thornberries and um, Rocket Power. And they all kind of shared the same art style. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a huge fan of that art style mm-hmm. because it was kind of seeping into everything. And um, I, I like I think e- they even did a series of McDonald's commercials yes. animated like that. Yes, with they did. McDonald's. And I really I just didn't it. I couldn't grasp onto it. Like I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, so that's really what hurt real monsters for me. It's not that it was necessarily a bad show or anything, but um, I also really kind of related to Doug as well as uh, some of you guys might have. Um, uh, Cause I, I, I drew like he did and yeah. um, I narrated my own life like he did. And <laughs> I made sound effects for myself like he did. <laughs> no, not really. But um, I, I really did kind of think like I was the Doug of my school when I was, a, when I was a kid. That is adorable. Oh, something I forgot to talk about. Like their the intro theme song was so good oh, for yeah. Doug. Yeah, it was like I rem- like still I'll be whistling the uh, that that tune every once in a while. Like it's super super catchy. Yep. Um, yeah. There's no lyrics to it, which is even more surprising how it's so catchy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the intro song was awesome for Doug. Well, some something that you just reminded me of is I was reading an article of why people dislike the Disney version of Doug compared to. Um, the Nickelodeon version of Doug. And they said that the Disney version just kind of took all the heart out of Doug. And one of the big things that they took out was the music element of it. Like you never heard the beats really perform anymore. And some of the beat song that you heard in Nickelodeon were really good. I mean, I'm sure like so many nineties kids could still sing some of those songs. Yeah. Give me a beer right now and a stage with a spotlight and I'll sing every single one of those for you. (laughs) Uh, what was yeah. another one? I need more allowance. Yes, <laughs> yeah. more Anybody? allowance. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, all right, Cole. Uh, man, this this is super hard. Um, it's it's not hard in like like it's Doug, one hundred percent. Because like like Mike said, and only I'm being serious. But like I 
really it's so hard to Doug. Like I I like I am yeah. Doug. Like Cole Doug Funny Roberts. That's that's what you can call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh he I felt like we shared like the same childhood. The um just like the daydreaming, the drawing, the journaling, the Yeah. You know, even the mental narration. Sure, I got that from Doug, but I ran with it too. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, but everything that like Doug went through was all the stuff that I was experiencing at the same time. Um, and I just, I, I love that so much. But on the other side, Arrow Monsters was a really great show. Really awesome characters. I was super excited. I remember watching the very first episode the night it aired, uh, premiered on Nickelodeon. It was right after... It was a Halloween night uh, after Nick or Treat, and I was, like, so impressed. Like, I love that show. But, yeah, it's just, it doesn't have that same, like, it's just a good cartoon. And, of course, being, you know, Mike and I both doing a, a horror movie podcast, like, that, we like all things creepy and, and weird like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the heart uh, that Doug had is, is like, you just, you can't match it, Um but I will say, I do think it's kind of cool how uh, Monsters, Inc. is pretty similar concept as Arrow Monsters, and that's kind of glazed over for some reason, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's still a really cool show, and I, I, really, Easy. Easy. I really like it, but Doug for the win. All right, Jared, <laughs> not that your vote matters, but let's hear it. <laughs> uh, well, I went with Doug, and I think for the same reasons like uh, what Mike was saying, like I, I was not a fan of that classy Chupo style. Uh, like it was so unappealing, and the monsters one was particularly, I think, unappealing because they were they were monsters. So I wasn't a big fan of that show. I didn't really watch it, and uh, you know, didn't mm-hmm. like that. I liked the concept of it, but I just never could get into the the characters. Everything's so ugly. Um, yeah. but, uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Doug either. And I, I think that one to me felt at the time very much like a kid show. Like I didn't, yeah. like I watched it a few times. I think you had to be the right age for that one. And, uh, you know, unlike you guys, I was pretty normal as a kid. So I didn't relate to Doug, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I am a shorts guy like Doug. So uh, <laughs> I laughed so hard yes. when I heard that in the last episode. Uh, I too oh, am a shorts guy. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's give me nice a pair to... of khaki shorts and a sweater vest, and there you go. I'm all set. <laughs> you said you got so like uh, so self conscious. I was like, I would have done the same thing. I, I was like, can I retreat into myself? Right totally. Now? Like before I even <laughs> oh, said hi, gosh. he said, "Oh, you're a shorts guy." <laughs> <laughs> my legs like went up into my body like a turtle. <laughs> Uh, you know what it's it's too bad though there can only be one and jared has claimed the title uh shorts guy so that is too funny cole i'm trying to hold it together there because i was just about to (laughs) die laughing from that that was a great visual it was yeah so uh, it it, it cleared out angry beavers and we went with a completely different metaphor and that's great that's great Uh, if you thought the episode art for this for this episode was going to be the winner of the bracket, Jared's going to do uh, an illustration of Cole with his <laughs> pants retracting, or his legs retracting. <laughs> yes. I'm going to make a pin uh, for shorts guys for all the shorts, shorts guys, guys out there, and I, we will I, have I'll our I'll own club. Wear that proudly. <laughs> Yeah. What makes me oh. think it, uh, of it so much funnier is that his his legs just go up, like his body doesn't go down. <laughs> yes. His legs just come up off the ground. Yes. 
it's like uh, ga- go go gadget legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh. Okay, move oh, man, on. That makes... I'm gonna start right, laughing. Right, right, right. I'm gonna start <laughs> laughing. All right, all right, all right. So this is the last, the last round for Cartoon Network. Uh, oh, it is Samurai Jack versus Cow and Chicken. Cow and I mean, Cole, come on, you're up. Yeah. You're up. Uh, Jack's back, man. Jack, Samurai Jack. Um, <laughs> Got to get back. I I never watched Samurai Jack growing up. In fact, I had a friend show me Samurai Jack for the first time three or four years ago, and it blew I me away. I do not understand your world at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't even like know when it came out. But I remember <sighs> we were having a dinner one night, and he was like. Talking about Samurai Jack, I said I've I've never seen it, and he immediately like we changed our plans for the night, and he showed me like the first <laughs> first five episodes, and I like I said I was blown away. Like the animation is gorgeous, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean just it's such a cool concept too. I absolutely love Samurai Jack. Um, Cow and Chicken is just dumb. It's a dumb <laughs> show. It's, that that's your angry beavers cartoon network oh, cow yeah. and chicken uh oh, and it's your cat dog it's uh, <laughs> keep yeah. going keep going that's it that man <laughs> yeah. uh no all right so i don't have much else to say about cow and chicken than what cole just said so i'll leave it at that i think this will be another clean sweep obviously my vote goes for samurai jack so jared and i recently we went to I think it was a few months ago, they re-aired um, the first three episodes they made into like a mini movie, which aired back in theaters a few months ago. So Jared and I actually went to see the first three episodes in the movie theaters. Um, and we talked a lot about what Samurai Jack meant to us and why we liked it so much then. Um, but just some of the highlights from that, it's uh, a lot of the stuff that Cole was saying. The animation style, the overall art direction is just... It's so cool. And for its time, you know, cartoons, they always had the key line. This is something that really struck or like stood out to me when I was watching this as I was younger, too, is that this was one of the first cartoons that did not have key lines in it. Um, And I don't know why this was like so jarring to me, Um, not in a negative way, but it really stood out um, in a really cool stylistic way. Um, And then the show it's they're all like 20 standard 22 24 minute episodes but they play out so cinematically like every episode a lot of the shots the composition of each shot it's very very cool uh and it it feels like a movie as you're watching this um so yeah I, i can't say enough good things about samurai jack i absolutely love this cartoon and it blows cow and chicken away like just by far. Um, all right, we'll go to Jared next. Uh, cow and chicken, the udders always bothered me. I, I felt like <laughs> it looked just awful. Like it looked terrible. <laughs> it looked like it shouldn't be on a kid's show for some reason to me. I don't know why. It just, I didn't really watch that show either. I, I, it got sort of like it wanted to be kind of a, like you said, Angry Beavers or a Ren and Stimpy kind of like mm-hmm. just nuts and, and crazy. A stupid slapstick. Yeah, thing, and it just yeah. never connected with it. Uh, the designs are fine, but uh, I didn't I didn't get it. But Samurai Jack like could be the best cartoon series of all time for me. Uh, uh, so to, whoa, to put spoilers. that up against <laughs> or hints, um, 
<laughs> like like you said, Mark, everything you said, the art direction, the character design, they they borrowed a lot from from cinema, but it didn't look exactly like something else that we've already seen. Like they have these yeah. extended periods of time where it's just audio. Uh, you know, like you'll just oh, hear sound God. effects or you get this mood setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will even say the the what they did in this wrap-up series was there were good parts of it, but not uh, as great as what they were different. able to do, yeah, in the original series. Uh, I don't think there's been anything that's even tried to come close to what they were trying to do with that show. I don't think anything's been that ambitious in that same way, in a, in a uh-huh. stylistic. Um, and even the fact that it plays on Toonami instead of like during a kid's hour or something, you know, yeah. was, I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they, they pushed that to late at night so they can do some stuff. They did a lot of the same like I think you couldn't kill people in that show originally. Like it was always yeah. robots. You had to kill I, robots. Yeah. Usually, but, <laughs> um, but it didn't matter like the way they handled it. And it's just a great show. Uh, so definitely, definitely Samurai Jack for me. Okay. You guys are getting me heated over here. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> this was in all honesty, the hardest decision for me. You're I kidding. don't understand uh, your world. What? What is happening right cow now? And chicken. I love cow and chicken. Who are you? <laughs> Maybe he went the, so far the other way he came back around and loves <laughs> cow and chicken. Oh, I, oh my gosh. Okay. Did you guys watch Cow and Chicken? I mean, did you pay attention to the comedy? It was hilarious. Yes, it was really crudely drawn and everything, and there was like a lot of gross stuff in it, but oh my god, the show was hilarious. Pork butts and taters. Did you not watch that part? <laughs> Oh. I don't know what that, you're that was saying. their favorite food. The mom and dad didn't have upper halves, but like literally didn't have upper halves. Like you never saw above their waist, but when you did, yeah, they just yeah. didn't have a body up there. They <laughs> right. were just legs. And then there was the red devil guy that was always walking around and he he was naked and uh and then wow. uh <laughs> the shiny reflective butt. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And the udders were like the most hilarious part because she had a she had a super suit on and the udders like popped out of it. Yes. <laughs> it didn't even, didn't even get covered up by the super suit. Oh, man. <laughs> None of this. None okay. of this sounds appealing but, to me. <laughs> but seriously, in all seriousness, I did choose Samurai Jack. Okay. Because comparing the two yes. is like being. comparing comparing uh, an artistic like thing that you're watching or like going to into a museum to look at mm-hmm. and a <laughs> scribble drawing that my kid drew that I love because <laughs> it's charming and my kid did it. But it, I mean, it's not anything compared to what I've gone to this museum to look at. Right. And right. Uh, so I, I, there was no way I could choose cow and chicken over Samurai Jack, even though, even though I would rather probably watch Cow and Chicken than Samurai Jack because there are so many episodes. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared, but some of those like really quiet oh episodes gosh. were so boring. <laughs> oh I was gosh. just like, please do something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he had oh. udders, it would be more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just something flopping some around. Butts. That's, that's yeah. entertaining. <laughs> You just hear the sound of the udders flopping in the wind, and that would be more for Mike. It's 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 crazy that you say that though, Mike, because like, to I totally agree with Jared, and like, it's not that they just didn't have audio or dialogue, and it was just sound effects and or music. The, the way they did it and the moments they chose to do that, it elevated the show so much more. Like. They the the decisions that went behind doing that 
it made the experience so much better. But um, I, I so don't think the I'm show... I'm giving you a, a digital slap across the face right now. <laughs> I don't think the show was necessarily a hit, if I remember correctly. I mean, it did run for the time that it ran, but it seemed to... Uh, it's like one of those award shows that wins a lot of awards, but the kids aren't watching yeah. it. There wasn't a whole lot Ooh. of merchandise uh, for this one yeah. and T-shirts or anything like that. Uh, so I, I, I think they like everybody liked the show, but I don't know that there was great affection for it. Like, yeah. like some I, of I think ones. it was a lot of people had a Cole's experience with Samurai Jack where there was a handful of people that watched it while it was airing. Um, but then it got kind of a cult following after the fact when those people would tell their friends. Well, and I think the um, the general audience for it was older in in general. Like I think it was an older like mm-hmm. I was an adult when I watched it. I wasn't a kid when I mm-hmm. saw that. So, uh, yeah. you know, you have more patience for that. Where I could see if you're younger, right. you might not. Somebody like Mike. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I I don't want to say that I'm necessarily the norm for this show, but like mm-hmm. the, the the whole appeal. I I remember watching the first three episodes, and I was like, oh my god, that's amazing! Like the art style is beautiful. I I was really excited for it with the hype that they were building it up with. Yep. And then, uh, but then they launch into however many seasons it was. And they had like episodes where he's like going to a rave and like, (laughs) and I I was just like, it was, there was too much stuff that didn't immediately relate to him getting his mission accomplished of going back in time. I was like, wrap this up. And I think that's what (laughs) happened. I think it was like, it just, there was too many of those episodes where nothing really happened that advanced the story enough. And then it was just like people lost interest and then the show got canceled and they didn't wrap it up. So mm-hmm. then they had to, they yeah. had to wait until enough people wanted it back online that they could justify making this wrap up season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right. So we're going to jump back over to Nickelodeon side here to wrap up uh, the first round for Nickelodeon. This uh, was we one are- of the worst ones of the whole yeah, sheet. So we're going to, <laughs> this is a uh, Rugrats versus Ren and Stimpy. Um, totally. I don't unfair. know. Totally an unfair lineup here. Yeah. This is so I, this is on the Nickelodeon side. This was the most difficult choice for me. It should have been um, like Rugrats versus Cat Dog or something like that, and Ren and Stimpy versus like Rocco or something like that. Oh, okay, so yeah. you're actually agreeing with me here. Yeah. I thought you're going the other direction. Oh no, 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 no! no I think these so, two should have been broken up. It was unfair to yeah. get rid of one of these shows in the first round. I think. Yeah, this was by far the most difficult decision on the Nickelodeon side. Rugrats is so iconic to Nickelodeon, and yes. especially yeah. this era. Like 90s Nick Tunes, immediately the very first thing I go to is Rugrats. And it was kind of like their tentpole, their flagship show for this entire era. But I think like the the nostalgia is pretty strong for Rugrats for me. But Ren and Stimpy's was so – it was so different for its time and – it was a little bit more adult and I didn't get a lot of the humor at the time, but because I knew like my dad thought it was funny, like I thought it was an adult thing. Mm-hmm. So at the time I was like, oh, Ren and Stimpy is cool because adults like it. But anyways, at, when I was younger, Rugrats was probably my favorite. Now looking back at it, like in retrospect and kind of comparing the two today, I definitely think uh, Ren and Stimpy is better and I'm giving it 
Brandon Stimpy, my vote today. I don't know why I'm so oddly rambling right now, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up and throw it back over to Jared. <laughs> Uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, it was a little boring the way you said it, but I agree with everything that you said. Yes. <laughs> uh, Please but, uh, <laughs> polish up my words. But you think like Ren and Stimpy, like at the time was just amazing. Like it blew everybody away across yeah. the board. I think it wasn't like a Nick thing or anything. Uh, it was, um, I think it existed before it became a Nick show. Like it was a yeah. short or something. Uh, and it was very adult. So I think there was, I remember there being concerned that because it was going to be a Nick show that it would have lose all of its edge and, and everything. But if you look at how much of an influence this show has had on absolutely every single cartoon that's come out since then, yeah. like you can't, you can't take that away from sort of it's like the power of that show. Like everybody kind of wants to be Ren and Stimpy and that kind of, weird humor that like off humor and and like you said more slightly adult humor like a little bit too much for kids but not to the point where it's going to be offensive so i i definitely had to pick uh ren and sippy i wasn't a big rugrats fan again i just don't like that style and you know the kids are fine and Ah, oh, that Chucky just gets under my skin. He's so worried all the time. It's the same oh, thing. Just, He's such a baby. I hate Chucky like, so much. And I was a worrier kid too, so you'd think I'd be a little bit more sympathetic to him. But like him and his dad, and uh, like I would take Angelica over a Chucky episode. Oh, and in, in nasally minute. voices. Like, oh, oh, that irritated me too. The whole time, I just. <laughs> Get out of here. And it's like all the every episode is that these stupid babies don't understand something, right? Like there's some misunderstanding <laughs> that they don't get because they're babies. And so the, this whole scenario plays out. Uh, frustrating, just frustrating. And then they uh, spun it off into so many different, like I think the last show, they were like 60 years old or something, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> I think yeah, they did like a, they got they, to grow up. Adult, but but yeah, yeah, grow like up. Were, yeah, that was weird. It's yeah, not good. So yeah. anyway, the movie was terrible too. The there was like was four movies. Was it? It was like yeah. Rugrats in Paris. There's Rugrats Go Wild. Something else. I don't know. I think yeah. there was like three films. They did a couple right, of straight cool. to VHS films before they even did the theatrical releases. Mm. Um, but anyway. Rugrats Infinity War, which was uh, you know better. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, man, this was a this was a super hard one for sure. I think. I think this is probably one of the most unfair <laughs> like brackets <laughs> out of the whole deal. Um, yeah, because I I don't think I would. I don't know. Written Simpy to me is why I wanted to pick up a pencil. Um, mm. Like one hundred percent. Like watching that show was just like um, I, I I wanted to draw these characters. I wanted to do the uber detail close up gouache mm. painting scenes that you would see when something was like <clears throat> super gross looking. Like a mouth um, shot or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like to this day, the whole 50s retro thing is still hot, and I still love it. And they meshed that world with the, I guess, like ballsy 90s, you know, like tropes that were going on all together so well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and this show was, this show wasn't, it was a Nicktoon, but it came on Saturday nights uh, during SNCC, which was, was a block that I always watched um, <laughs> growing up. Oh, I love like, Saturday night SNCC was everything, but Ren and Snippy. I wanted an orange couch. Oh yeah, so for sure. Um, 
but that that was a snick show and so i remember like so many times trying to sneak that past my mom like she did not want me watching it she didn't want me anywhere near it <laughs> but it's like that it's a show that got me into art um Mm-hmm. But Rugrats mm-hmm. is the tentpole. Like I would say, SpongeBob is actually the tentpole show now. Um, yeah. But at the time, Rugrats was it, and I had the pleasure, and I, I'll say pleasure, of watching the first five epi- uh, seasons of Rugrats recently. Like I said, my daughter really likes to when the show's on. I was laughing my ass off. Like it is so <laughs> funny. Um, probably the funniest Nicktoons show. Um, I don't know if I said something else was, but this show definitely is. And <laughs> You've said everyone. <laughs> so the problem Rugrats had, though, is it went too long. Um, yeah. When the first yeah. movie came out, the anime... And so you commented, uh, maybe uh, Jerry commented, and, and maybe someone else did, maybe it was you, Mark, that, that the animation was a little crude and a little, like, kind of weird-looking, which the first season, it was super crude i mean it Mm -hmm. it was it like really poorly drawn they cleaned that up to find a happy medium and then when the first movie came out they went full out polish and Mm -hmm. (laughs) like all of a sudden everything is shiny the babies talk even babier than they did and uh it it totally went a complete like it went too far onto the kitty show like before it it was a really funny and really smart show, and then it went off the rails, and it was like, okay, this is almost like a Nick Jr. show at this point. And uh, <laughs> the re- they did five more seasons of that crap after it, and it was awful. I, I And that's when I tuned out. Like I was still watching cartoons at the time, but when that first movie came out, I was like, I'm done. This show sucks. Uh, <laughs> I'll move on to something else. But um, I have to I say... Phil and Lil are probably the most terrifying characters uh, ever created for a children's show. <laughs> I love Phil and Lil. They're so good. Um, but I'm, I'm going to pick Rugrats because I, I think, wow. I don't think you can deny just how important that was to Nickelodeon because mm-hmm. Brennan Simpy was not appreciated at the time for a kids network to have a cartoon that had weird adult scenes and things like that in it. It was a flop. And again, they hid the show the best they could. It was never on during prime time. But Rugrats carried that network all the way into the tr- until SpongeBob came. I mean, there's yeah. not one Nicktoon on this side. Now, it's not my favorite show, but there's not one Nicktoon on this side that has more of an impact and is a like a, a legacy carrier than the Rugrats was. Right. So I, that's I my can pick. agree with that. Definitely. Uh, all right. So, Mike, it's up to you. Uh, well, Cole almost swayed me with that last part of his <laughs> uh, speech to pick Rugrats, but I do. I am ultimately going to pick uh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a lot of the reasons that I've said before, uh, big one being art style. Um, uh, however, I w- I do agree with Cole that the beginning, like the first season especially the pilot of Rugrats was very charmingly animated. And um, something that I do know is that the animation director of that, those earlier seasons was the, the guy that did the Aeon Flux cartoon, um, which that yeah. was just a really unique animation style. And I never really watched the show or got into it, but I had a huge appreciation for just the aesthetic of it and how it looked. And so I just thought that was really cool to kind of see this really adult anime art style being contorted into a children's show. Mm. 
and mm-hmm. kind of what they did with that. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate it for that. And then, um, uh, but yeah, I think Rugrats went on way too long. The, the all grown up and all the movies garbage. and everything were just garbage. Too much. Yeah, rubbish. And I, Ugh. it completely knocked it off course for me. It has for that, a tainted yeah. legacy, which sucks. But yeah. yeah, but I agree. I I, they are synonymous with Nickelodeon. I think you can't mm-hmm. picture Nickelodeon without them more so than any of these other shows. And even SpongeBob, right. like SpongeBob almost got so big and it came later that you don't necessarily associate it with the network as much. It's probably yeah. their biggest hit. But yeah. I, I still think of Rugrats f- as uh, in the same I feel like sentence as Nick. SpongeBob is arguably like bigger than Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I will say, I think still to this day, when people say they want a cartoon or something kids to be edgy, I think they're referring to Ren and Stimpy. I think that Uh that's what they're shooting for is that kind of goofy off the wall. I don't get this as a parent, but the kids like it kind of thing. I always think like that's where it's coming from, because you look at there's no other show on either one of these lists. Even I would say that's edgy. Uh, but you could call yeah. Ren and Stimpy edgy still. Big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. I, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, all right. So this is, we're actually, we're finally done with the first round. Um, Tune in next there was week only for <laughs> our follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> Who, we might a- actually have to turn this into a two-parter. Um, I hope you guys are fine skip or canceling your bedtime for tonight and just going uh what's for bedtime few hours here. here we go uh but anyways we have kids that, we actually there's no we, bedtime <laughs> there was a clean sweep on almost all of this for the first round there were with two exceptions um we just went through one um, but now it, things are going to get a little bit more dicey i think we're going to have some more disagreements moving forward so let's see this is where our brackets break okay um so we're we're jumping into round two here uh, back over the Cartoon Network side, we've got Dexter versus Johnny Bravo. So since Ugh. the brackets are going to be starting to look a little bit different uh, for some of us here, we're going to have to make some decisions on the fly. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with this one. Dexter versus Johnny Bravo. Uh, again, Johnny Bravo got out for me in the first round, so this is a no-brainer. It's like he doesn't even exist. Ooh. I'm going to go ahead with Dexter. Jared? Dexter. No question. Not even close for me. All right. Cole? Dexter. Yeah. By landslide. So Mike. Mike. Yeah, I chose Dexter. Uh, so obviously here, Dexter's moving on to the next round. Uh, going back down to the other, the, the remaining Cartoon Network guys. We've got Powerpuff Girls versus Samurai Jack. Heartbreaking. This. Absolutely oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. This, this is, this is, this is starting to get really difficult. Here. Yeah. Um, these are both uh, Jandy Tartofsky titles. Again, I, somebody that I really like. Uh, all of their work. Uh, I don't know. This is tough. I They were both in my bracket at this point, and But I think I've got to give it to Samurai Jack. Uh, again, for all the reasons we already gushed over but um this this is when it starts to get really difficult let me let me ask you this samurai jack mark what were you how old were you so powerpuffs before samurai obviously how old were you when you watched uh, powerpuff were you young or was this like a later in life thing um i think i was in junior high maybe okay or even like late elementary school uh for samurai jack i was definitely in high school like i 
definitely remember being in high school watching Samurai Jack. Okay. Interesting. Um, Jerry, you can go. Oh, uh, Samurai Jack, for sure. And, and again, heartbreaking. I love both of these shows. Um, and maybe I would even say I slightly have some more affection towards Powerpuff Girls because it's a sweeter, funnier show than Samurai Jack was. But overall, I have to give like the Citizen Kane of <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go Samurai Jack and, and give it that. So, um, All right. Uh, Mike? Um, I chose uh, Samurai Jack as well. Um, basically what I did was I just compared my my three clicks things and if one one over the other one then uh, I actually have like b- both of them have all three so I've made like a fourth contingency oh, bracket yes let me that, let me hear this this okay. I was gonna ask you if they both had the same number of clicks yeah. whether it be one two or three what would you do for your own tiebreaker I went to craft. Uh, and I think Samurai Jack, hands down, amongst all of these yeah. choices, wins on craft. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And just passion and, you know, amount of dedication and love that went into creating it. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm not saying that Powerpuff Girls didn't probably have that in its genesis. Right. But I think after a while, it kind of became just that churn and burn cartoon. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just get episodes out. I think right, cool. Powerpuff had better oh. villains, though, ultimately. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I, I will not disagree that Powerpuff Girls was a more engaging show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think a, when it came to the tiebreaker, <laughs> Samurai Jack won. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, I have Samurai Jack, um, but I'm, I'm totally, like, just... I'm probably not going to sleep tonight knowing that I made that decision <laughs> because Powerpuff Girls, I mean... <laughs> oh my god what a show what a cartoon i yeah this sucks so yep <laughs> the um th- okay jared kind of brought it up before so we know his answer but does anybody watch the new version or are they a fan of the new one at all i know the original one is super iconic and everybody loves it um but do you guys i'm not a fan of it but i've watched some of I, it. i've yet to watch it <laughs> I think I've seen an episode, um, and I don't know if they've already given up on it, but I feel like it's I think they have. difficult to catch. I think it's on, dying uh, if it's not dead. You know, they <laughs> yeah. did that other... Did you see that short they did? Maybe they just released it online. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about the Kevin Dart yes. yeah. one. I was yeah. excited about that because I thought, okay, they're not that emulating really the cool. style. They're doing something very different, but still mm-hmm. highly stylized, which seemed like that would be the best approach to to reboot this show. Uh, and then yeah, they went yeah. this crazy, stale, traditional route that didn't even like match the original style. Like, if you're gonna, you know, like why not just match it if you're not gonna try to improve on on right, something yeah. that was so iconic? So I was really disappointed by this new iteration. Yeah. Um, I, I thought they would take it in a slightly different direction. Although I know some people really didn't like that other take. Um, and I don't. I think that. Yeah. I don't know if they Sorry, were going to go with that originally and then changed course, um, because it looked like an expensive little short that they put together there. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, it was, I was uh, excited to see that too. It was uh, interesting to see that, you know, they didn't really do much with that one. And um, I love his work too. Car- I'm a big fan of that guy's work too. So yeah, that on top of it. Um, so we've got in the finals for Cartoon Network, it's going to be Dexter versus Samurai Jack. But before 
we find out who wins there. We're going back to Nickelodeon's side. Um, and we've got Rocco's Modern Life versus Hey Arnold. Jared, who would you pick to move on? Uh, Rocco wins because of his cool shirt. <laughs> he does. You know what? We didn't talk about wardrobe, mm-hmm. although it's a weird we thing to say. We talked about Doug's wardrobe. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. He's a short guy. Because, yeah. yeah. He's a shorts guy. But um, it, it's funny to talk about wardrobe because it's an animated show and they're you know, it's not real clothes we're talking here, and they wear the same thing every single episode <laughs> for the most part. But yeah, Rocco has a freaking cool ass shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've seen it released. Yeah. Uh, I forget where, but they have like a button up in that style. Bach lunch um, gives. Is that where it's from? Yeah, they have a whole line right now of Nickelodeon stuff. They're going pretty hardcore right now with all the retro Nickelodeon stuff. Wow. Yeah. I need to check that out. Uh, Cole, what's it going to be? Rocco's Modern Life or Hey Arnold? Hey Arnold. Ooh. What set them apart from Rocco's for you to make it well, um, they're, make you sway that They're way? so different. I mean, honestly, if you mm-hmm. if you want to match up shows that are similar on this side of the bracket, I mean, Rocco, like I said, Rocco is the is the continuation of what Ren, like it's the happy medium of Ren and Stimpy. It, it's... I, if you watch Rocco now and pay attention to it, it's super gross. But at when you're a kid, <laughs> you're not really like missing all of that. But the characters are still funny. They're not like yeah. like Rin and is just weird as hell. Um, so you know whether you like the art style, or you were just scared of them because of how weird they were. Kids didn't really relate. But Rocco was a more relatable version. But I still like I I still am such a huge Hey Arnold fan. Um, that this show the the affinity I have for this show is it's way greater than Rocco. Wow. Yeah. Very impactful on you. Uh, Mike, take it away. Rocco hands down. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Get that. Hey Arnold off the board. <laughs> I mean, when you were young with this, Hey Arnold business, were you, did you like watch it and kind of like, Ugh, this is so stupid. Or did you just like get a sense of it and then not watch it ever again? Uh, no, I think I tried to watch it. Like, I think my brother actually liked it. My brother's a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I found it incredibly boring. I actually did not like the grandpa at all. I thought <laughs> he was very creepy. Oh my gosh. Those are, uh, <laughs> well, I'm looking for a new host. I've got two shows <laughs> that are opening up. <laughs> Fighting words. That is so hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I've actually... I think I didn't give Hey Arnold its due. I feel like I should watch it again and, and try to totally. pick up on this. Like, Because I remember thinking, again, it was sort of throwaway. It was like a kid's show. Like it was sort of like, you know, like socially conscious. Like it was purposely doing these things to be, you know, like a smart for kids. And, and like it wasn't trying to be edgy or, or crazy or anything like that. I, I'm curious now to see, especially with this movie wrapping everything up and everything i'm really very curious all right so i think rocco won that one um in a landslide right there yeah three to one for that Whew. one so hey arnold is gone See rocco football is head. moving on more like bye arnold <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes boom you got jokes Roasted. but we're still you're still off the show <laughs> i'm funny when i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, rounding out the Nickelodeon side here, we got Doug versus Brandon Stimpy. Um, This was pretty difficult. I really did like both of these shows. 
Um, but I think nostalgia is going to take over on this one, and I am putting Doug over Ren and Stimpy oh for this round. Oh, my God. It's nostalgia, bro. It's strong. Mm. All right. Jared, uh, I think we can guess uh, what your answer is. Definitely. Go ahead and, and verbalize. Definitely Ren and Stimpy, but I will say I was watching a while back. This is an older story, actually. I was watching Family Feud, and the category was name a famous Patty. So it was like Patty Dugaston <laughs> and like Patty, these other famous Patties. Mayonnaise. And the girl was all flustered. She's like, I, I don't know, Patty Mayonnaise. And it was just confusion. Everyone's like, I, what? I don't know. Patty Mayonnaise? That wasn't one. Nobody knew what she was talking about. I was cracking up. Like, oh, who would And so, you know, they even do that sort of reluctant, like, shout oh out God. for the board. Like, show me Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> and it was the number one answer. Rude. Number one answer. America chose oh Patty Mayonnaise. Wow. That's, that's my one well, funny Doug right. story. Funny Doug story. Mike. Where are you at, Mike? <laughs> okay, so this one was a little tough for me. Um, I chose Ren and Stimpy. Good. Um, but actually, Doug and Ren and Stimpy had all three marks for each one, so I had to go with my my craft. Contingency plan. <laughs> contingency, yeah. And uh, even though Doug was actually pretty unique looking for all of the Nicktoons, I mean, there wasn't really anything else that looked like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, once it got acquired into Disney, there were other shows that started to look like it. Like there was Pepper Ann. Mm-hmm. That show looked exactly like Doug. Yeah, I remember that. And um, But there's really nothing that's ever looked like Ren and Stimpy. There's stuff that's tried to look like Ren and Stimpy, but it's still pretty much its own thing. And there was so much love put into like the, the gross ups is what they called them. Like the, those hand painted close up detail shots were just amazing. Uh, all right, Cole. Let's see if this if we're gonna have to uh, go to our tiebreaker or not. Cole, what's your answer on this one? Doug, Doug, Ooh, Doug, Doug. What's going on here? Oh. <laughs> 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 I love Doug, man. I just every every Doug episode is awesome. Yeah. Do you have so you and I might be the only ones who can talk about this, <laughs> but he had a lot of alter egos in yes. his like imagination world. So the most like iconic in my opinion is Quail Man. Um, but did you have an, a favorite um, of his like alter imagination egos? Yeah, I liked when he was uh, one and a Jack Bandit. that's what he would always say it's not just me making up weird stuff (laughs) Uh, which was like his Indiana Jones persona um, which I thought that was no that was Ray Spanion oh yeah right Jack Bandit was um, he had the the big sun hat yes thank you yeah a little bit like Quill Man who didn't have a belt over his head it was (laughs) he had a hat Um, yeah well then my bad it it was Race Canyon Uh, Race Canyon was way cooler um uh, yeah, because that was his Indiana Jones thing. I love Indiana Jones, and I, I don't know. It's just cool. Do you remember the Bond character's yeah, he name? Had a James yeah, Bond I can't like. remember his that's name. That's the one though. I can't remember. Smash Adams. Smash that's Adams. Yeah, that's a cool name too. Yeah. Super cool. These are just coming to me. <laughs> Jared, uh, what's your favorite? My Jared? whole childhood's coming back. Uh, my favorite was Shorts Guy. Uh, he was. <laughs> I love Shorts Guy. <laughs> I support him one hundred percent. Um, um, did you guys see the movie? Because I think that was under the Disney 
years. Yeah, right? yeah. that was Disney. And I I, I um, followed it to Disney as a kid because I, Doug is is my favorite Nicktoon. Uh, and uh, I was so bummed when he was on Disney. I just didn't like the show anymore. I stopped watching. Like, you know, got Disney Channel. In fact, it was actually, it was Disney owned, but they showed it on Saturday mornings on ABC. It was part of their mm. Disney on ABC Saturday morning block. Oh, like Recess. Yes, Recess was the other yeah. show. Um, and I absolutely was just bummed. Like, it did not feel like the same show. They did a lot of role switching, too. Like, um, the Patty ma- Mustard? No, not, not that weird, <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, like, uh, the mayor was different, and I love mm. the mayor character in the original Doug, and then they flipped the script between Roger. He became, like, the boy became the rich kid, and it was like, no, this, what? I don't like any of this. This sucks. Uh, all right, so our final four looks like this. It is Dexter's Laboratory versus Samurai Jack for the Cartoon Network title, and we've got Rocco's Modern Life versus Doug I, for the Nickelodeon. I bow out. Um, I bow out of that side completely. <laughs> all right. So before we go in, those are our final four collectively. Um, really quick, let's go around the room and see how similar or different everybody's final four is. Um, Cole, we'll start with you. What did your final four look like when you filled out the bracket on your own? Uh, my final four, I had Dexter, Samurai Jack, so... That's what we currently have. Same there. Uh, then I had Hey Arnold versus Doug on Nickelodeon. Oh, my God. All right. Jared, what was your final four? Uh, Rocco versus Ren and Stimpy uh, and Dexter versus Samurai Jack. And Mike? Yeah, mine was the same as Jared's. Okay. Dexter versus Samurai Jack and Rocco versus Ren and Stimpy. Good, good. Mark? So mine, you got, you're going to hate it. I had <laughs> Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends Damn. versus Samurai Jack. <laughs> what? And then <laughs> my Nickelodeon side is the same. So it's Rocco versus Doug. Um, but dude, I love Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mm. Um, well, someone did. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. So if we're looking at this, right. we're, we're getting close to the end here. But do, of all of these shows, and I have a general idea of the answer to this, but which of these shows did you guys have the most toys or merchandise from if you went solely by that which one of these shows would probably win then neither i didn't have merch for any of these shows that is the saddest yeah, so i gotta story say I've ever heard in my- <laughs> like the, if when we were growing up there weren't really that many toys or merchandise yeah. for any like, nickelodeon there was nothing shows. for nicktoons until like yeah, three or really four years nothing. ago rugrats um, had stuff though didn't they uh, when the movie came I don't out, I think so. When the movie came out, it did, um, but not before that. I think the only thing you could get were like maybe some plushies every once in a while. So, um, yeah. you know, like Rugrats had, and like had a, a plushie t-shirt set. or something. Maybe literally yeah. the only thing merchandise I had for a cartoon was when Doug, the year Doug came out, uh, Nickelodeon sponsored did a sponsorship with Target, and when you shop at Target, the Target bags had Nicktoons on them, and so I got the bag that had Doug on it, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to check out this show. <laughs> and it was love at first sight. My, my two favorite things, Doug and Target. So That is that is the saddest merchandise story. <laughs> Plastic bag. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, Mike, if you have, if you can remember something, but I really don't remember any of the titles on here having much merchandise. I... Um, 
as they were coming out, I think now they have like you know yeah. retro toys for probably all of and these titles. Funkos for all of them. Yeah, exactly. The only but, thing that I have that is like legitimately from that time is not doesn't have anything to do with these shows, but Nickelodeon partnered with Burger King, mm-hmm. and I have a few of those toys that were like. Mm-hmm related to their nick awards show uh, so i have like a, a a nickelodeon blimp yeah and uh, a couple like rosie o- she, she rosie o'donnell hosted the show so there's like a couple toys that feature her Ooh. um well, yeah everyone's favorite yeah. rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> but toy. I, have, I have been collecting um action figures Ren and Stimpy stuff <laughs> harriet the spy right hey <laughs> oh, hold on real quick harriet spy you mentioned that jared i am one of the few people that I know on this planet that has won something from a Nickelodeon contest, and I won. Oh, yeah! I so when Harriet the Spy came out, like I said, I was obsessed with this movie. Uh, they were giving away on SNCC, uh if first like I think two hundred calls would win a free Harriet the Spy uh, spy kit. So <laughs> she had a belt that had like a notebook and binoculars and. You know, all the spy equipment, and I got in, I was, like, caller, like, uh, probably, like, 100 and something, and uh, I won. I freaked out, and, of course, it took (laughs) two and a half months for it to show up on my door, because God knows what was, how mail was uh, carried back then, but um, probably came on a boat overseas and and was (laughs) drone drove to me through a jungle but i got it in the mail but that same night not only did i win for myself i wanted to make my little sister happy because i sure as hell wasn't going to share but i was like you know what i'll stay on the phone the rest of the night and win this for you so as the night went on snick was over we're already in nick and night territory the second episode of i love lucy just came on and boom second the last caller of the night got my sister a spy kit too so it was pretty awesome twice yeah, that twice in one crazy. night. And as soon as they picked up on the second time, I handed the phone to her and she, you know, did her, you know. In a related story, uh, Nick actually only gave out two spy kits because no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> just, this kid keeps calling. Well, just keep him on hold until it's nine o'clock at least. Hey, yeah, kid, you're, you I don't here. know, you're caller 129. Great. <laughs> Send that out. <laughs> when I get around to it. That's why it took so long. They're like, yeah. yeah we got to make we'll, this thing, actually. We'll, we'll get it. <laughs> I can't believe two people called. <laughs> Cole, I've heard you tell this story before, but you didn't tell the part where you you didn't have redial you had a rotary phone oh, oh yeah it was every single it was time. a 1-800 number <laughs> oh my god it must have taken like three minutes just to oh dial my god, my ha- that's why it took them all night because yeah. it took them like an hour just to dial the number <laughs> this is uh, okay. painting such a Let's- sad picture of cole's childhood i'm that, I'm that laughing spy and kid crying and the, and the target sack were <laughs> the my tar- most beloved possessions <laughs> It was really his parents on the other end of the phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they, it just took them two and a half months to to buy those things individually and then leave it on the doorstep. Well, the spy kit came in a fanny pack, so it very well could have been assembled by my mom and dad. <laughs> uh, honey, he's calling again. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. He's calling again. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. 
Uh, okay, let's try and wrap this up here. All right. So we've got. <clears throat> all right, let's get professional. We're, you know what? Hmm. We are all professional we podcasting individuals. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Mm. Um, all right. So we've got Dexter's Laboratory versus Samurai Jack. I'll go first. I think. Actually, I don't know what the. Uh, the scary movie boys are going to say mm-hmm. about this. I know Jared and I, our votes are going to be Samurai Jack. Jared? Yes, Samurai Jack. add anything to that? No, no, no. No, I don't. Um, Samurai All Jack right. is a clear winner for me. Mike, what's it going to be? Well, I had a completely new criteria for these last oh, ones. Oh, And it's Let's just, go. it's, I Let's asked myself <laughs> if I was going to sit down, which of these two shows would I pick to watch? You're yep. just making an excuse to not pick Samurai Jack in this final. <laughs> <laughs> I chose Dexter. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> that little voice in your Rude. head is saying I should pick Samurai Jack <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't want to <laughs> exactly <laughs> alright Cole are we going to have to go to another tiebreaker here oh what's it going to be God. we are man because I, I said it earlier Mickey Mouse Dexter <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah goodness. it's 100% with Mike it's like Hey, do you want to watch an old Cartoon Network show? Which one? And between these two, I wouldn't even like think twice. Dexter, one hundred percent. I uh, I like gosh. both of these shows very yeah. much. So I, I they're yeah, great shows. I, I, right. It's it's a harder decision than that, but again, like Dexter, I just so it's it's so good. I I I will agree with uh, Cole and Mike and the fact that Dexter's an easier watch. Like Samurai Jack, even the lighter episodes, it's kind of it's a little bit heavier. And it's more difficult to just casually watch. Like you have to be like fully engaged and invested in your time to watch a Samurai Jack show or like episode. You can't just it's more difficult to casually watch than Dexter. Um, So, yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. But returning back to you, Gabe, uh, for the tiebreaker here. Jared, what do you think he's going to say? Dexter. (laughs) And you'd be wrong. Oh, wow. Samurai Jack Thank God. wins. Thank God. With an asterisk. 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 Careful. Uh, whatever. Asterisk. You, you know what I'm trying <laughs> so to So Samurai say. Jack wins that. We we screw over Samurai, our guests and we go with Samurai yeah. Jack. Samurai oh, Jack is the victor for the Cartoon Network side. So we're going over to Nickelodeon to see... Who's moving on to the championship? We've got Rocco's Modern Life versus Doug. Uh, this is really hard you know because what? this goes off of my bracket. So go ahead. This is all new territory. For me, um, I think today, if I were to do that Mike and Cole scenario and like what show would I choose to watch, I would choose Rocco today. But going back to that heavy hidden nostalgia factor. I absolutely love Doug, and I'm going to move Doug on to the finals uh, for this bracket. Hmm, thank you. <laughs> well, uh, so a strangely said. placed dramatic pause, but yes, very good. <laughs> you know, some uh, believe it There's or not, Jerry. Stroke. I just I just talk a lot of times on this podcast. I don't know where I'm going. It always sounds like you're so doing need- something else more important. But that's fine. I know. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to figure out what I'm saying and where I'm going. But uh, all right, Mike, what do you say? Rocco versus Doug. Who's who's winning? 
Gosh, I shirts uh, or shorts in this case. <laughs> I don't think Rocco has pants. I don't think he no, does. Either. He's got a sick shirt. Yes. Um, I think I would have to say Doug because I have uh I have both series on DVD and within the past year or so I've sat down to legitimately watch these shows. And I think I've watched more Doug than Rocco because I think I find Rocco annoying. Rocco now. himself or the show in general? The show. Oh, okay. Yeah. N- not necessarily. No, not Rocco himself. Um, Just all the stuff going on. It's real. I was like, I don't know. I can relate to there being like a storyline and like a moral at the end of Doug. And whereas Rocco is just like there's zany stuff happening all, all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna officially say Doug, but that one was hard for me. Cole, what say you? Doug. Ooh. Mm, Doug. Jared, do you have <laughs> any? Guy. Jared, not that it matters. Again, that was but like an. Did you have a? That was like quote? Doug was an ex lover of uh, Cole's. There, you see how <laughs> he said that? So wistful. I, I am Doug. That Doug is me. <laughs> we are we are the same person. Have you watched it recently? Do you do you continue oh, yeah. to watch? I own oh, it, love it. I can't wait to show Lydia Doug when she gets older. And then She's... do you just ignore the Disney years, or, or do oh yeah, yeah, that, that that's garbage. Okay, pure okay. garbage. <laughs> take take it easy on Disney, but otherwise, well, okay. Disney's okay. fine. They, <laughs> Disney's fine. It's just Doug Disney's garbage. <laughs> Uh, I will go with Doug because uh, I, I don't really know Rocco's that that well, and I don't I don't have a lot of affection for him other than the shirt. Doug, I always thought was uh, was other than the shirt. Like Doug was a kind of a he was did a he likable make it this character. far because of the shirt. That's what I want to know. <laughs> he did. Uh, so, like I said, my original thing was uh, Rocco versus Ren and Stimpy. So uh, this is throwing me for a loop. But uh, of those two, I'd have to go with Doug. I, Doug is a uh, yeah, I, I have more affection for Doug, I think. So this is actually what my championship round looked like. It's Samurai yeah. Jack for Team Cartoon Network Same. and Doug for Team Nickelodeon. Just got easier um, for me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody else? So Cole and I had the same yeah. uh, matchup. Jared, you had something different? Uh, as yours? it should be, the correct answer should be Samurai Jack versus Ren and Stimpy. Uh, but obviously. And Mike, did you have anything different? <laughs> I had Dexter versus Doug. Yeah, that ah, makes so. no sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I actually saw Doug before he went to Disney. I saw Doug more as like the poster boy for Nickelodeon than right. Rugrats, right. just personally. So uh, I kind of felt like it was the two poster boys going after each other. Interesting. Interesting. So who did you have? Well, actually, we'll we'll save that. All right. So I'm going to go again, Jared and I. Obvious Without a doubt, winner. have the same answer. Yes, Samurai Jack. Um, and you know what? I have to say, I was slightly surprised that Samurai Jack took it all the way because mm. it, it's it's not it doesn't really hit the nostalgia factor for me at all. But I think from the moment I saw it, a little bit later in life, uh, up until the recent new season that they just released, like I've been in, absolutely in love with this show mm-hmm. forever. And my appreciation for it grew even more as an adult and being involved with art and design where I could appreciate it on such a deeper and like different level. Um, So for me, Samurai Jack is uh, the overall champion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
let's see. So Jared, I will say. Uh, do you want to add to that? Actually, my champion ended up being Angry Beavers, but I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with Samurai Jack. I, I'm kind of a sucker for the overarching story uh, that that the story would yeah. would have a, a bigger picture, even though each episode didn't necessarily focus on that story directly. Um, I, I like that it goes into it with that and that you have this constant motivation for him as opposed to having to rethink of a, a new challenge for, for each episode. So uh, I think for me that in the long run, like as you look back on these shows, uh, that's what kind of carries it through for me. I wish they did more toys. They did do a, a small line of toys when it officially, when it originally came out, it wasn't very good toys. And, and given the style, you'd think they would have been fantastic. Yeah. Um, but they, they weren't great. And they did do some statues, like some nicer things. I did get some of those things, but, um, yeah, um, Samurai Jack for sure. Boys. All right. <laughs> Cole, where are you at, Cole? I, Doug, Doug won the whole thing for me. Of course he did. Ooh. Yeah. You should have I mean, dressed like him tonight. Oh my gosh. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I would have given, given like it away. like our champion. <laughs> I have a Rocco shirt. <laughs> yeah. See, I could have done a Samurai Jack. That would have been easy. <laughs> All right, Mike, are we going to have to go to another tiebreaker here? Maybe, because I definitely chose Doug over Samurai oh, Wack. Samurai <laughs> Wack, what? Oh. Uh, Jared, I'm surprised that you chose Samurai Jack if you're such a overarching story uh, lover, because uh, Doug has the best overarching story, and that's life. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his life. That's, yeah. his that's life. an overarching oh. story. <laughs> So in this overarching story, Doug goes to work for Disney and everything goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I glean from this. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> He's an aspiring artist all the way up through the Nickelodeon years. Yes. And then he finally makes it to Disney and realizes that it's horrible. Yeah. And <laughs> Is it, isn't that your story, Jared? <laughs> this is the part we edit out. So say everything you want now because we'll take this right out. <laughs> Disney's good. Yay. I, you know, I, I will say I did not follow Doug enough to know it was an overarching story. I, I didn't realize that. Did, was it? Oh, it, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. He's being it had, had, it, had it never have been, like, had it never gone to Disney, then it would have just been. Ended? Like, yeah, it just would have been whatever. Like, but because it, I think that's the problem. Because it went to Disney, they had to carry on the story. And that's when they just. What so at far? the at the time, was it that Disney was saving the show? I mean, regardless uh, of how it they, turned out. They bought the rights to it. Um, but I mean, was it like aggressive? Like, like we're taking Doug? Or was it like Doug's going to be canceled, so we'll take it? Yeah, um, I'm not sure because when, when Disney bought it, Jim Jenkins no longer had a part of it. And he's the creator uh, of it. And that right. show was actually based loosely off his life and experiences. Like... He had the girl crush Patty Mayonnaise. Like her name wasn't that. Her name was Patty, I believe. But um, that was like that was. <laughs> it would where be it better came if from. you said her name was Mayonnaise. But I don't her know name if was it mayonnaise. was Patty. Not Patty. <laughs> Patty that's, that's odd. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was his show. His his life basically put into a cartoon, and it took a mm. long time for uh, Nickelodeon to even bite. And when they did, they realized how big of a success it was because it was like, hey, everyone else can relate to it. Did you notice a drop off mm. when he left the show then or no? 
I think they only did like well, they did a Doug movie, which I guess a movie is kind of a big deal. Um, but then they, I think they only did maybe two or three seasons on Disney. Mm. Oh, okay. So it kind yeah, of if, if that. And like I said, it was pretty quick. Yeah, the thing was, it wasn't even like a Disney show. It was really more for the ABC crowd. Like they made it a right. Saturday morning thing, and it just didn't work. I uh, greatly underestimated your guys' passion for these shows. <laughs> 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 a lot of passion <laughs> yes i told you man nostalgia is strong mm-hmm. um but you know we haven't figured out who the actual victor is we've got to turn to our friend gabe barletta here in the final matchup here uh i didn't think it we would have had to there would be a tie at this point no. um but luckily for us our friend gabe made the right decision <laughs> and went with Samurai Jack. But so his what was his he actually has Samurai Jack as the champion. Wow. Okay. What was his what was his bracket though? What was his final showdown? So his final four was Dexter's Lab, Samurai Jack versus or and then the Nickelodeon side was Hey Arnold versus Rugrats. Mm, so wow. Doug didn't even make it to the final four on his bracket. Nor did Ren and Stimpy. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Terrible taste, you young so, people. That's fantastic. <laughs> hey, at least we 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 uh, we, are the we came to the right conclusion. <laughs> yes. Here. Good thing we rigged this. So thank you, Gabe, for uh, choosing your champion properly. Um, but yeah, this. You know what? We went super long here. Well, you can. And yeah. Do you just have to... We'll try to edit. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Just go but, to um, Cole's joke about the legs going back up into the shorts and then the thing about Harry oh, the Spy. No... And we got a good show there. That's a whole show. That's all we need. <laughs> uh, okay. So if you guys had fun listening to us talk about cartoons, reminiscing about nostalgia, and all things fun from yesterday there we go um <laughs> our boys our special guests here they have a new project that they have just started um what is saturday morning ice cream gentlemen <laughs> it's where we talk about the real winner of this bracket at Nettie, <laughs> and how that's actually the best show of, of all of <laughs> it's a doug podcast <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, Mike, you do you wanna do you wanna take this? Um no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> so Mike and I have been uh, we've been podcasting together for about four years, and we started our sh- our first show four years ago, which is the Scary Movie Ice Cream Night, and that's a podcast where we talk about horror movies, and we've also branched that out into talking about things outside of movies. We talk about. Um, scary subject matter, whether it's scary songs we've heard, ghost stories, local legends, um, you know, things like that. And one thing we were always kind of coming into was a lot of our personal life started coming into those conversations. Uh, and it started having a lot of like, you know, um, I guess you could say like childhood talk. And, uh, we thought, man, we have so many other things we want to talk about outside of, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. So let's <laughs> let's do this other show. And um, there's a lot. It's So it's a nostalgic cast. It's called Saturday Morning Ice Cream. So it's a play. Um, we always refer to our show as SMIC, S-M-I-C. And so we kind of wanted to keep that branding with the second show. So um, Saturday morning uh, being one of the most important days of your youth. 
And really the <laughs> idea of the show is to not necessarily be another nostalgia cast where it's like, hey, this is our Ninja Turtle episode or this is all about, you know, um, whatever, anything in particular. It's more of a conversational, story-driven show that we kind of just talk about more experiences that we had than actual things. So if you are looking for, you know, a, a Ninja Turtle show or, you know, um, you know, favorite cartoon show or whatever We're, we may not be it but we do talk about a lot of different things in an episode and this is just kind of our way of like digging back in the past and talking about good memories and uh and they're all 80s and 90s related fun are all of your shows going to be ice cream related i thought that uh <laughs> saturday morning would have been more appropriate to talk about cereal and that also starts with a C, yeah. so you could have done... Right, we, we just Saturday couldn't think morning. of what to do for that well, I. It was like Saturday morning, cereal. insane cereal. Yeah. Yeah, the w- Intergalactic <laughs> cereals. <laughs> I think international, international cereals. No, the, the idea... Actually, it's funny you say that. The idea was... Um, the, we weren't... I don't even think it was a question of if we were going to riff off of Scary mm-hmm. Movie Ice Cream Night. But w- w- the more I thought about it was like, okay... Saturday morning ice cream sounds cool because we're talking like Saturday morning. If Saturday morning is the most important day as your youth, you know, then that has to be in there. But like, think about getting to eat ice cream uh, while you watch Saturday morning cartoons. That, that's something you do as an adult. At least that's what I do. <laughs> so oh, is it? <laughs> I, I thought so. Like, man, that'd be that's kind of a cool like juxtaposition of like, you know, kind of being being adults now, being able to to eat whatever we want whenever we want, but then have like this Saturday morning thing. So, it, I mean, it's, it's more of a cop out excuse of why we wanted to keep, uh, well, keep the name it was, similar. It was also kind of more of an internal thing where we usually record our scary movies on Friday nights mm, and yeah. we're eating the ice cream on Friday. So like Saturday morning, that's the leftover ice cream that we put back uh, in the fridge and we're watching. Yeah. Like our, Friday night. Cartoons. And the thing is, is a scary movie cast. Like it comes out every Friday so that was another reason we wanted this one to be Saturday and the title was, it doesn't come out on Saturday. It also comes out on Friday, but we're just trying, the way we have it set up now is it's, we used to do two shows a month and now we're doing one show for each, like one episode for each show a month. So we're still mm. doing two shows a month. It's just mm. one's scary and one's nostalgic and fun. So, And then you guys should have your kids do a podcast and call it Smick Jr., Oh. Super cute. oh my god! I love that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, if if we're not if we're still alive, <laughs> then, then we'll uh, we'll we'll do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so to say all that, if you like scary movies, um, then check it check out uh, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can go uh, just search sat uh, search. I'll I'll save you here. Cole, we will leave a link to Beautiful. all of your podcasts and how you can get in touch with them as individual creatives in our show notes. Perfect. Um, so that is both. They have two podcasts and then you can check out Cole's work as well as Mike's if you aren't already following them. Um, but they've been on the show so many times that I'm sure our listeners are already following you guys. I mean, it's practically um, our show already. Yes. <laughs> this, this is our third show. Uh, oh, so before okay, so before we wrap up, I do want to say thank you to the guys for coming yes. on yet again. Thank you for having uh, us and trying out a 
a different type of episode. It's getting funnier. Um, I, it's getting funnier. That's fantastic. I <laughs> joke with these guys saying that they are our guinea pigs for all of these new type of episodes we want to try out. They were actually our very, very first recordings. Um, they aren't necessarily episode one and two, but we recorded their interviews first mm-hmm. um, before anybody else. We tried the movie reviews first with you guys. Our failed attempt at the TV, uh, IGTV, was with you guys. We did and then their now show. We're doing, yep. We did their show. Uh, and now this bracket thing. So thank you so much for playing along in all of our stupid and crazy ideas. Um, Absolutely. But again, the, the real reason that we're here is to promote uh, these new prints done by Jared uh in this bracket <laughs> sorry guys the real reason <laughs> <laughs> i just appreciate being on a podcast that allows you to talk uh, that, oh that's the jabs, the jabs. <laughs> you know what let's let's do a swap here yeah. we can have the the mike and mark show for an episode and then cole and jared can go do their own shorts thing. mandatory yes. oh, shorts. Man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> guys and shorts podcast Eating ice cream. Short, it'll be, short guys. It'll be a great crossover. Yes, my, so, great crossover. So uh, Cole and I will wear the Doug outfit, and you guys can wear the Rocco outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Uh, does, does he wear shoes? Do we get to at least wear shoes? You do, yeah, but no pants. Mark, you have to dress like heifer, so it's just suspenders <laughs> and pants. <laughs> Uh, okay, come on. Let me finish this promo Please for Jared. Do. This poor Please guy. Do. Oh my gosh. So, in the, uh, today's bracket, Cartoon Network was the champion, but you have the opportunity to choose sides, or if it's too difficult, you can get both. So, we do have the Cartoon Network print available and the Nickelodeon. Um, it will be available during the Comic Con days. So, this is our. Comic-Con exclusive for 2018. Go to uh, squaredco.org and you can click on the Jared tab. It'll take you directly to his store with all of his Squared Co. merchandise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mike's Mike's having (laughs) some second thoughts. (laughs) All right. Um, So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, but before we let you go, Jared, more exciting Jared news. You've got a signing coming oh, up, Oh, yes. Uh, let's make this quick. I'll be at Wonderground Gallery this Saturday, the 21st. Uh, I will start off at Wonderground from 11 to 1, and then I'm going to go inside California Adventure, signing it off the page from 2 to 4. Uh, so... Uh, again, if you better be following us, if you, if you made it this far, there's no way you aren't following us on all the social medias, but we will be blasting all of this again, um, on all of our individual social media pages. (laughs) So (laughs) we've just got 50 more things and then we're going to wrap up here. We promise. (laughs) I just can't stop picturing talking about shorts. Oh my god, we're going Sorry. out. It's getting a okay. this, this is lost. This it. is okay for reals. This is the real last thing. Thank you. If you do, oh. if you do go see Jared, yes. please, please, please refer to him as the shorts guy and ask him to sign whatever you purchase and want him to sign as the shorts guy. Um, one of the if he tries, if he tries to write a J on there, please. 
rip up that print <laughs> and make him redo a new one. Oh, I feel like I should wear shorts now to this. To this <laughs> all right, wrap it up. Let people. All right, go. all right. That's we're getting ridiculous here. Uh, this is a long episode, but <clears throat> I've had a lot of fun. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for listening this far. Uh, if you've made it this far, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Killer Tofu!